0: This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast featuring Cole Eastwood and Mag. Hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat. Hit the like button and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox newscast. Welcome. Uh, hey, I heard, I just heard my voice. Welcome to the Ecstasy Podcast. I am Cold Eastwood, as Mag just told me. And uh, this is episode 96 of the Ecstasy, the Xbox Newscast podcast with my wonderful co-host, Mag, middle-aged game guy. How are you this yes. wonderful week?
1: I am fantastic, Colt, and you know what, guys, ladies and gentlemen, everybody in the chat, and of course, Colt. We have four more episodes left until the live execution of Gaz. So I'm really excited for it, guys. It's only four episodes left. Uh, First, it was going to be we're going to have we're going to we're going to SWAT Randall Thor, uh, but not not with actual SWAT. It was just going to be myself and Colt showing up at his house. But instead, we're we're going to do something to Gaz instead. It'll be wonderful, guys. Stay tuned. It's only in about a month from now. Anyways, all joking aside. (laughs) I'm ready for a big show tonight. We got a lot of things to talk about. As always, we're going to be talking 800 miles an hour, folks. So you better put this in slow motion because the only way you're going to understand everything that we're trying to say. Let's get is into the that, show, Colt.
0: Is that what happens? Like the longer we do the show, we go faster and faster, and everyone has to watch the show at .25 That's speed, right. except you for when, when I, I when my brain can't think. It's really slow. <laughs> yeah, we really appreciate you guys being here. The news has been. Pretty feisty lately, and I'm really super excited. I didn't really give the topic list to Mag because Mag wants to go in cold and hot all at once. I'm really excited. Today, let me give you guys a breakdown. For those of you who do join, uh, please hit the like button and show your support for the show. Uh, we really appreciate it. I'll give you a breakdown of what you're in for if you decide to stick around and listen to the show while you're, you know, cutting carrots and making dinner. We really appreciate you being here. Let me read out. Let me just tell you what we're going to talk about. Then I'll read out the channel members and veterans uh, of the show. We're going to talk a little bit about Starfield and some updated leaks and some debunks. Uh, That'll get pretty fun. And then we're going to talk about Xbox changing the hardware a little bit. Some rumors about games that look really like bad news, but there's more to it than meets the eye, uh, as the Transformers would say. And we're going to talk about some of PlayStation's misgivings, and some of the media bias. Yes, yes, you are going to hear me say the word media bias finally after years of trying not to, and we're going to get into a big discussion about what's going to happen at E3 and what to expect. That's what's going on. Let me read out the channel members and Patreons. We've got... Mark Carwell, Ky Bob, Assassin, Lupa Jazz, Newbury, Falan, Manic Master, Jason Lawan, Moby, Dean Sygrove, Matt Burns, William Lanza, Udoni Kizada, Nano Suicide King, Robert Jackson, Lord Starkiller, Killer, Jonte Moody, Beta Max, Dark Gas, Gaslock, Storytelling, Reak Havoc, Fault Line, Center White, Divario Two, Remix VK, V Simco, Assassin Dub, Larry Thatcher, Hargy Tani, TK Chilling, Raiden Blade, Huge Perspective, True Seventy Seven, Risky for the Biscuit, Micah Ford, Red Sorus Dave UK, Quinn's Harmony, Attitude, Deer, Pesky Krogan Pam, Panda Bamboo, Coming Around the Home Stretch, Trail Roberts. Scrub Nurse, Neil B bubble fett gaming, MacBound, Meat Puppet, Kung Fu Hot Dog, International Xbox, and Alan Aldetre. Aldrit. Alan. Oh man, I am so sorry. (laughs) Message me and say, Cole, you said it wrong. Meg, I just said that was all the people. That was those are the people that have been supporting the show for nine months plus some excellent like three hey, years. kung fu
1: hot dog greatest name ever Next isn't to the it mag, of course it's such a wonderful name i absolutely love it and uh guys some people in the chat have been asking me what i'm wearing right now uh i am wearing a limited edition xbox sports jersey and it's the 20th anniversary xbox jersey take a look at this
0: yeah yeah oh, oh dang dang
1: it's even got that on the side it's got that on the side, and actually you can see—you can't really see it right there—but it says established 2001, and it says, uh, and then of course it says Seattle, Washington there. And so yeah, it's a, its a—it's an excellent uh, Xbox sports jersey, limited edition. I think they still have any online if you're if you're looking into them, but they are very expensive. But man, it's good quality stuff. I mean, th- this thing will this thing will last forever. So I just wanted to say that's what I'm wearing in case anybody who was asking me for it, uh, asking me what it was. Anyways, yeah, yes, Colt, got- I was, fat, that was that was too slow. I, I need you to. Re- <laughs> Read those names faster next time, please.
0: Like the micro machines guy for for you Gen Xers. Uh, yeah, I actually exactly. have a a football jersey from Fan Fest 2019, or AKA soccer jersey that's black that says Xbox across it diagonally. I think, and it's a yeah. it's yeah it's it's nice. The one I got last year is even you better, know? but they only had a medium, so I was like,
1: <coughs> oh yeah, yeah, I know. Trust me, I've, I've been there. Like I've seen some of the shirts and stuff, the, some of the swag online. And I'm like, I really want that. But the problem yeah. is Amer- American sizes are really hard to figure out because a small, like like a medium in, in the U.S. is like, I could put that on the side of a sailing, uh, on, a, on a ship, like to sail across like the Atlantic because they're so big. And then you get like a medium in like Europe and it wouldn't even fit my cap. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, guys, can we find like a happy medium with this stuff? But anyways, listen, Isn't, the Xbox, Isn't uh, Europe right? where the Hobbits yeah. are from? <laughs> hey that's right I, that's right that's my lineage but anyways i'm not exactly tall but anyway here's the thing xbox swag they make the best stuff out of any of the companies like, i've even looked at playstation so i'm like let me see if, if playstation's got some cool stuff like because i like the color blue my, blue is my color right so i as you can see the room behind me your my, eyes. It, it matches my eyes of course and uh, the thing, I like the color blue. As you can see, my gaming room here behind me is all blue. Now, the thing is, oh, and by the way, I don't know if you guys saw from last week, but uh, I added Street Fighter 2 cabinet. Let me lean back. Oh. Oh. So there it is oh, right yeah. there in the back. My, my big fat noggin is blocking it, but I have the 35th anniversary uh, anniversary edition Street Fighter 2 uh, cabinet. And that's there behind the uh, the uh, the big buck hunter there. So, anyways, and then of course I got the Mortal Kombat. We're gonna have to uh, make you move that table
0: over your left shoulder, Mag, and move those cabinets all together so you can see all three of them in one shot.
1: Where am I supposed to put my beer? That that's where the beer goes <laughs> on that ca- on that table. Anyways, they make the best swags. So I'm looking for PlayStation swags. I'm like, I love the color blue. Yeah, I like that. I figured they have some nice stuff. Garbage. They have garbage. They have like shirts at like 50 bucks and it just has an X, a triangle, a square and a circle. I'm like, okay, mm. anything else? Nice, some cool logos with some smoke around it, nothing. And I'm like, okay, you go to the Xbox One, They've got the coolest stuff I've ever seen. Like you go to the Xbox store, they got the coolest swag, coolest sweaters, jackets. Look at Phil. Every time he does one of these interviews, I always message him. Of course, he doesn't message me back because a hundred percent he blocks me, or at least mutes me. Um, he's always wearing a different jacket from one of the from one of the teams, like from one of the development teams, and he's got like you know a cool jacket. I'm like, where do you get these jackets from? I mean, like, oh well, we know where he gets them from. But yeah. I mean, why can't we get these cool jackets? That's what I want to know. But anyways, that's besides the point.
0: Yeah, welcome to the, the the Fashion Network with Mag and his co-host Cold <laughs> Eastwood.
1: Silent, silent chill, <laughs> Put the beer in a beer hat. What is this 1984 comedy? It doesn't. I don't do that. Although I have one of those helmets. But anyway.
0: um, Mag, I, I like to open the show and talk about what we've been playing. Uh, what even mostly playing this week?
1: I am. If you can believe it, I am now ninety-eight percent complete uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, So I just got a few things to mop up in the open world. That game is a pain in the neck for anybody. If you're trying to go for that hundred percent, it's so like some of the stuff is fairly obvious. Yeah. Some of it is so vague, where it's like it doesn't tell you that you got to like you got to chase butterflies to get like uh, you know like these uh, the the, the, you have to the Merlin trials
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did. Oh, I did, yeah, I did yeah. all
1: the Merlin trials. Yeah, I the moss. All hun- yeah. Yeah. The, like yeah, I've done all ninety. I think it's ninety or hundred Merlin trials. I've done all that. Uh, I've done. All- it's ridiculous. I've done all that stuff. But um, yeah, there's like no. There's actually these butterflies. You literally have to like you see them, and they only show up on the mini map if you walk or fly past them, right? So like yeah. they don't just show up and you're like, all right, I'm gonna you know put a waypoint and go <laughs> over here. No, you have to like blindly like flying around in your broom or your hippogriff or whatever, and you're like. <laughs> Rebellio! Revelio! You know, it's like your Chippendales dancer, like, going like this, like, on the back of a steed. Like, yeah, exactly, right? And, yeah. uh, it's like, you know, let's, you know, just do the rodeo, and you're doing that, like, all up and down the map, and you're like, oh my god, just please stop. And, but the thing is, I'm at, I'm at, I have 2% left, so I'm almost done that game. Um, I'm about to play on Game Pass, I'm about to play *Nino Kuni 2, and I'm not a, you know, I'm not really a big on Japanese games, except for Capcom. Um, and, and, you know, some souls games, but I saw somebody playing it and I'm like, that looks like a lot of fun. It's on game pass right now. So, I mean, you know, it costs me nothing. I mean, other than my subscription, which is, you know, part of the house cost anyway. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot. So I downloaded that. Haven't started yet on the PS five. I am about an hour in, uh, my game share partner on PlayStation bought me, uh, resident evil four. So yeah. I'm, I, I played an hour of that, and it is just magnificent. And, um, but I'm only an hour in, because I've been, like I said, I've been revelling up all up and down mm-hmm. the map for the whole week, right? So anyways, yeah. once, I'm done, once I'm done Hogwarts, which should be hopefully by tomorrow or Wednesday, then I'm going to be concentrating fully on Nino Kuni 2 on Xbox, and then I'm going to get back into Resident Evil 4 before Jedi Survivor, baby. What have you been playing, Colt? Tell me all about it.
0: Well... Um... I have only put an hour or so into Resident Evil 4 and I'm not quite in that mood yet and like a couple of my friends have beaten the game multiple times I'm like oh geez, calm down but I've really enjoyed it. I'm later on and we're going to show some a lot of gameplay. I recorded a full hour of uh, Forza Horizon 5 Rally Edition. It's such a great little expansion. You get through it probably in 4 or 5 hours. It's Really super short, but it's one of the best, most satisfying feeling segments of the game. So we'll get into that a little bit later. And I've been playing MLB, playing baseball on Xbox. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've and they did a nice baseball. little touch. They did a nice little touch. And I know a lot of people here aren't baseball fans, but I'm a big Mariners fan. Um, and they added in their victory dance that they do that just that just the Mariners do. They actually That's had awesome. uh, their the people at, at, at Sony San Diego... Actually, mocap their victory dance where they get in a circle and they kind of do a can can dance in the infield. Uh, I thought it was a really nice touch, but there's a lot there to to dig into. We are knee-deep, Mag, into um, we're about to get Minecraft Legends. We're about to get Dead Island 2. We're about to get Jedi Survivor really soon. Redfall is one month away. Guys, we're here to talk about games. We've got great stuff to talk about. Let me open it up by Vampire Survivor, the game that Phil Spencer went out, grabbed from the creator, and said, let's get this thing on Xbox. Vampire Survivor won BAFTA's best game next to God of War Ragnarok, which won Game of the Year for BAFTA. But this is the uh, British like the British Game Awards. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, really cool. Such a well-deserved game. It's a game that I regularly will just load up when we're just chilling and talking on Xbox Party Chat. Um, please play Vampire Survivor. It's not what you expect. It's amazing. Um, Mag, let's get into a hot, in a spicy hot topic. I created this concept art, which is paired with this new leak. I don't normally put pictures up, but let me see. Is this the one... Right here. Yes. So I created this like concept promo art. This is not official. This is not leaked. This is something that I created based off of the controller you see on screen was a leaked controller that ComicBook.com is updating the report saying that the controller came out of the Chinese internet. As they said it, those are their words. I'm like Chinese internet. Come on. It's the worldwide <laughs> web, but it came out of a, a website from China that leaked uh images of this controller which are right here i'm doing this all on the fly i'm no asa from game on daily but this is uh three pictures they put up mag this is the front of the controller which is very reminiscent of the titanfall controller from 2014 on the xbox one it's got the constellation uh four color stripe across the top you've got and I'm sure this should be coming in fairly clear. Uh, it was like a sub 1080p image that you're seeing blown up to 1440p, but it's got things like on the left stick it says throttle up and down for your ship. It's just got all these little touches that you would see on the top of a ship, and the back has a constellation logo. And inside the battery well cover, it says for all into the starfield. Now the reason why we're talking about this is. That, uh, let me, let me actually keep that up here for just a little bit long, while longer as I dug into this for quite a while with a friend of mine and we were looking at this and I thought, I actually think this is legit, but an hour ago before the show went up, ComicBook.com updated their article with brackets saying update. I'm not on screen, so I'm doing hand motions for nothing mag, but they updated their screen. their their site saying that this was, let me get the quote. Uh, I want to get the quote directly from comic book. They said the controller in question has been confirmed to be a custom controller created by a fan is not an official product. In other words, the leak has been debunked close quote, but nowhere, nowhere in their article mag do they cite who the creator was or who it was that said, no, this isn't real. And nowhere on their site, do they have any type of citation or information regarding to what fan or what posting or what form or anything ComicBook.com Also mag is a, uh, is a gaming or tech related website that is pretty kind of outrageous and egregious with their reporting. And mm-hmm. so I've dug into this thing. I'm going to put it right back on screen one more time. Are you seeing this, uh, Mag, you you'll see yeah, it delayed yeah. uh, a few no, seconds no, delayed.
1: I, I, I saw it from Evermore and Saga actually. Sent oh, it up okay, a little okay. Bit so you've today, seen so it. I saw it. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah.
0: So digging into this, I'm like, I don't think this is a is a fan made controller because the triggers, uh, which you'll see up in the top right of your image, are translucent, and I don't think you can do translucent or transparent triggers on the custom design lab. Um, for the xbox so. controllers and then the the I, I would call them like the collars inside the thumbsticks i don't i think you can change those but those are red uh and then the d-pad is like a brushed nickel or a kind of a a brushed chrome uh look to them they look really cool it looks like a lot of attention to detail for one fan to make this um that's, I'm, that's the thing I'm not convinced what about it's fake, Mag. What are your thoughts? No,
1: I don't think it's fake either, Colt. And uh, let me tell you something. The other thing is too you're talking about like look at all the uh, the writing that was on that laser printing that they allow you to do in the um, the custom lab or whatever. Uh, I've done one of those because I bought one for my wife, right? And uh-huh. uh, she want and I, I put her I put her gamer tag on it, whatever. Well, there's only a limited amount of stuff you could put on the laser printing anyway. Because it only gives you certain options, what they show here in this controller is way above and beyond what the la- what the Xbox uh, um, uh, Creator Lab allows you to do. So it just well, seems like well, it could be like silk we-
0: screened, or it doesn't look like it's um, it doesn't look like it's been uh, like a water sticker, which I've used water stickers oh, which I look really you. great. Okay, yeah, but you yeah, can yeah. see the edge of that soft translucent wet plastic that that can mold onto plastics or wood I've used them in on a guitar two different guitar builds these water right. stickers are really nice looking but when you get up close like here you would see the edge of the water sticker which is on transparent film but you can silk screen this if you have access to a silk screener or a screen printer? I don't know how they did this, Meg. I don't. Right. I, I've done some production it's- stuff. I've been around stuff. I've I've worked with companies that that print on items. I just haven't seen how they do it. I'd love to hear from the audience if anybody knows if this is possible or if, if I guess if somebody had access to this, but. Um,
1: yeah, like like Tick Dracy in the chat says, he goes, "Yes, this is too intricate." He's absolutely right. There's nobody, well, not nobody, man. I mean, there are people who are, there, like like for example, like um, uh, Pope Art, who used to be called Xbox Pope. Remember, you know mm-hmm. him? Oh yeah. And uh, n- yeah, now he's uh, now he's Pope Art, and he does what he does. But he does what he does because he actually does it for a living. There's a big right. difference there, right? So. Somebody just, just you know, messing around with like with, with. There's no way you would go into this much detail. For and the thing is, to come up with all these ideas and this concept of what they've done, it absolutely is for real. It's got to be for real. I would be. I would bet anything. I would bet your left shoulder that it's real. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> you're giving yeah. me crap because I just had to. I just had to stretch it out. Yeah. Nice. Um, Mag, I, I got to tell you, I, I got to pull the audience. I mean, I think I know what everyone's going to say, but I'm going to ask the audience right now. I'm going to say, uh, do you, or how about, would you, <laughs> would you make out with mag? Now, would you oh, buy my God. this controller? And then I'll put $70. Cause I think that's how much the custom ones probably are. Let's ask the community. Would you buy this controller? Uh, I'll vote first. Yes. Mag, would you buy this controller? Is it something you'd like? 100%.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know the thing is, I'm usually not like a controller guy. I mean, this is coming from the guy. If you look behind me, I've got t- uh, ten controllers right in front of the Xbox. Uh, Mr. Boomstick XL, I heard what you said. Uh, yeah, sorry, uh, Mr. Boomstick XL is in the chat. By the way, he's uh, he's uh, he's raising he's raising a ruckus already. He's been here for two minutes. Uh, anyways, uh, by the way, Peeves from Owen Sound, I see you, buddy, uh, fellow uh, neighbor. Anyhow, here's the thing. I'm not a controller guy, but this controller looks amazing. This is the kind of thing that I would actually go and buy. I like the color scheme, I like what it does. I like the little I like the little things like the throttle up and throttle down. That's very cool. That's a cool. nice touch, and yeah. It's a very nice touch. And you know the thing is I am big on details. And that's why I've said it before, I'll say it again. I know some people don't like it and you know people call me a fraud whatever. Uh I love the DualSense 5 controller for the PS5 for, for reasons like I mean even if it adds little things like the haptic feedback and things like that whatever. I enjoy that kind of stuff. So if Xbox does not have those things, they have the more ergonomically sound controller where like, you know, the yeah. thumbsticks are offset and it's easier to control. It's a better yeah. size. It doesn't cramp your hands like oh, hold like on, the DualSense. Yeah. They're-
0: there is good news. Let me get to that in a second, but when I'm looking at this, I'm looking at even more than I did before the show. It under the A button it says lock and X it says target and the back button says camera or cam right. which in Bethesda games normally is the button you hit to change camera modes from third to first person or right. hold it to get a custom view yeah, angle. Like, a, like there's like a, a lot it. of a lot of thought that went into this, but you're talking That's about how the Xbox controllers are more comfortable for those of you who are on PlayStation 5 there is there is a there is a good light at the end of the tunnel because in the wild has leaked a DualSense 5 version of the Starfield controller created by Colt Eastwood with an integrated YouTube button so you can watch high quality <laughs> gameplay of Starfield Wow,
1: holy, Colt is going for the throat and we're only 25 minutes into the show. My God, folks, let's hit that like button just for that. Um, listen, what, I, what I'm saying is it adds a sense of, okay, let's just all take a breath here after saying that. Uh, Colt's, got, uh, Colt's tripped me up with that. I didn't expect that. I thought it was something serious. And then as soon as he said that, I'm like, wow, Colt, you are, oh, yeah, that's I'm amazing. a jerk. That's it. That's it. He's going for it. Listen, <laughs> I like the immersion. That's what I was getting at. So, if you're making a controller like this and you don't have the actual physical immersion-like uh, uh, features, then you do things like that where it's so cool where you could see you could see what every button does, yeah. and it sort of makes you feel like you're controlling like I don't know, like a control board of a ship or something, right? And so, I mean, it you says won't look down at it all up. that
0: much, but it is very no, very cool touch to detail. Yeah, it's
1: there, Colt, and that's enough for me. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I would buy that just to play, just to play Starfield with that. That's that's really cool to me. And I, and I think that would I would look, I would look nice on my uh, collection right there in the back there. Right? So, I mean, a lot of the custom controllers I have are just color changes. And I have like that aqua the aqua one that like changes colors and different lights and things like that. And uh, I yeah. I I like those things, but for something like this, I would 100% get it. Uh, I think it's really cool, and um, I think it's real. Like I said, to go into that much detail, even in the inside of the battery compartment, to have things on the inside of that, that is way, way too detailed for some guy to just AI art art that and just slap it out to the public and see how many people, you know, bite.
0: And, and let me be as fair as possible. Uh, the, one of the other reasons why I think this Starfield controller is legit, because I've seen a lot of things that Xbox does that's custom, and most of the time they don't knock and knock your face off. In fact, even PlayStation's custom or themed controllers and consoles are not like, oh my gosh, I have to have it. it the only one exception is the, uh, pardon me, uh, the one. The one exception is the Gears Five controller, which yes. has a lot of attention to detail. The blue triggers kind of match one, yeah. the uh, the winter. Uh, gears, yes. the cog gear that they wear. It actually has, um, it actually has a laser etched uh, design on it for like the different segments. And it's really well done. It's kind of got the ice crackles up here. Yeah. Like it, that is the one I'm trying to get at is it's not very often. Xbox makes uh, over the top. I can't believe it. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, <laughs> eat seven pizzas oh. in a celebration of this controller. But this one does look in the realm of believability. That, like, yeah, it's it's pretty cool looking. Uh, it doesn't look too horrible. It, uh, I don't know. You know what I'm getting at? That's my yeah, expectation it, for Xbox with theme stuff, and it, it lines right in there with, um, a lot like the Halo Infinite controller and console. I I didn't like it, but the people who bought no, it really I, like it.
1: I, I it wasn't it wasn't something I was gonna go out of the way to get. I know some people were really like. I want this. Uh, but I was like, okay, that's fine. You guys do what you want. It, it didn't do anything for me. Uh, yeah. And plus, I, I got two Series X in the house. What do I need another one for so I can stare at it? Like, You know what I mean? Like, how many hands do I have, right? So, you know, it, yeah. it is what it is. I left it there. But uh, but to appreciate it, that's the other thing, right? Like, if I'm not going to buy it, at least I can appreciate it. The Halo one, I didn't like it. I didn't appreciate it uh, in in the ways that I didn't think it was that good. Yeah, now, it wasn't for me. That being no. said, no, it didn't do it for me either. But here's the thing, though. There are ones that do it for me, and I'm sure the chat will agree with me here too. And I hope, and you too. You know those ones they give away for charity? Oh yeah,
0: obviously those Holy are amazing.
1: Crap! Those, <laughs> yeah. why can't I? I'd pay a thousand dollars for one of those. I know Let I would pay. Me st- have the
0: yeah the uh, like, I'm, the rise of the or the shadow of the Tomb Raider one was amazing. But, I mean, it's a bespoke like, thing. They made one of them, I think. Uh, um,
1: it's so sad. Like, I would pay. See, here's the thing. And I thought, ta- actually, speaking of Mr. Boomstick, we talked about that once. Um, I think it was two years ago. Because, I mean, I've been on that show for three years now. And um, we were we were talked about that a few years ago. We're like, give us the option... Say if anybody wants it, we'll put in an you know put in an order form for it, right? And then yeah. you pay you're gonna pay a premium for it, which is fine. I pay the premium, and then they put the production only for the people that ordered it. You've made the 3D mold already for crying out loud.
0: It's maybe. not like th- yeah, well, I don't know maybe. some of yeah, that stuff. Right, but like- some of that stuff might be a one off, but. Uh, Jesse Darby and Philippe Guerin in the chat both said the, uh, well, Philippe says the, the Sea see thieves controller was incredible. It was beautiful. It had that golden, uh, right trigger, just the whole design of the controller was amazing. It's a it's a home run for sure. And then Jesse Darby says the gears five custom console that that would go with that. I really wanted to buy it because it had a kind of had a holographic top that seemed yes. like it went down yes. like, you know, a couple centimeters where the ice level was and, Yes, and I've seen it in person. I'm like, I should have bought that thing uh, because it's just really good. But normally, you know, you look at the Batman, the uh, the Spider-Man PS4, the uh, g- the God of War PS4. I thought was horrible looking, but people like that stuff. But
1: oh, the God of War! Was I don't know. Awful!
0: I don't know. What I looked
1: a- at that and I was like, what is this?
0: But like you what are the ch- cool? <laughs> it's got like the napkin doily on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, like why? It was oh, I was a terrible console. Uh, also, that the
0: cyberpunk awesome. console I thought was was horrible looking as well. Uh, for the, like for the, the Xbox controller. One X. But let me go back to this promo graphic. Um, we all, I mean, I think that a custom Starfield Xbox, whether it's black or gray or white, is in the works. I think it's something to expect. I think that this is like somewhat of what it would look like. I currently went halfway here with this, with this console. I put the stripe and I didn't put all the extra lines in there. Cause I'm like, I'm not doing all this just to, uh, you know, with a fake console. That's not, you know, we haven't heard any information about, but, Something in the line of the image you're you're seeing on your screen right now, if they have a white console that has some of these design elements, I'm pretty sure I'm going to want to buy one of these. So I'd like to hear from you guys as well, even though it's not real. So barring all of the fake leaks, um, let's talk about the next thing. Uh, Let me grab some supers here. Just a couple to kind of get going. We got... Uh, Rippin' One, welcome to the channel membership with the early access of the Joanna Dark picture. We're going to talk about Joanna Dark in just a minute. Hargeet Johnny with a $5 says, with his infinite wisdom, he says, Xbox exclusive Quantum Break is leaving Game Pass. Remedy being acquired, question mark? Maybe by PlayStation, question mark? Possibly, Hargeet. I think as far as I know, Remedy now owns the Quantum Break IP. So as far as that game going to... Or staying in Game Pass is a first-party title. I think that uh, maybe that ship has sailed. I don't know if you know about that information, Mag, but uh, you yeah. don't have any confirmation, but it sounds no. like Quantum Break is dropping off of Game Pass, even though it's yes, Xbox it exclusive. What do you think?
1: Yeah, there's something. To, there's something to that. Now, there's nothing solid out in the wild. Um, some things have sort of passed my plate, but nothing that I would actually like, you know, stab my fork into, so to speak. Right. So it's just, but, but these are the kind of things, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. It's going to happen. if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. You know what I mean? And like, and listen, Sony's not going to sit on their hands either. Because, you know, this Microsoft ABK, it's not an if anymore, folks. It's a a when. And it's just a matter of time. And then, you know, Wrath of Khan is eventually going to have to bend the knee uh, (laughs) due to pressure. Not just just pressure, but like uh, uh, from, you know, the uh, the, the case, the legal case, but also politically, right? Because of all the political pressure being uh, pushed in by the Republicans as well. So anyway, that's a whole other ball of wax I don't want to get into. But the point is, is that... Sony is going when this ABK goes through Sony's not just gonna sit there and just go well I guess that's it let's all right guys pack it up we're going home like they're not they're not gonna do that so they're gonna start acquiring obviously not to the level of ABK but they're gonna start acquiring other studios of that quality
0: that's and another thing we're going to cover I love yes. you, you always ju- you always kick the kick the ball away down the field and start running but that is another thing we're gonna cover and I can't wait to hear us kind of dig into that it's gonna be that's gonna be a great one. Hey, Dave UK01 says he ordered his Xbox XSC podcast tee. Uh, he said, yay, go me. Uh, Dave, let me know which one you got because I have like these retrograde or retro grid designs and then I have like a standard logo type for uh, XSC. Let me know which one you get because uh, I like the ones that are on there. If you can go to, to on my channel, there's a link in the description for my Teespring shirts. I'm one of the few people in the community that actually l- puts those at like one to two, maybe $3 for profit. So there's, there are about $18 for a shirt instead of 25 or 30. Like, uh, you know, that's kind of how they stay standardize When you put merch up, Meg, they're like, want to sell this shirt for 30? I'm like, uh, no. And I put it down. I'm like, who's going to buy a $30 t-shirt? So yeah, this stuff's and pretty chip. affordable
1: there. And shipping and everything else, you're yeah, talking 50, you're, you're like fifty five dollars for a single shirt. It can be, yeah, no, up. no, 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 yeah. yeah. So like it's, it's crazy, yeah. So it's yeah, yeah. You, you did the right you did the right thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, who's gonna buy my crap? But uh, no, it's if you're <laughs> if you're a channel member, you're in a pool where I go through and pick randomly winners, and then if I send you a message through uh through your account and say, hey, you want a shirt? Pick what you want. Tell me what color and size and the link and uh, a shipping address that you're comfortable with you know so i don't show up at your house and say you want some casserole but um yeah that's how we do giveaways here so you get to go through all of the the d- things i've designed and pick what you want and hit the like button if you're having a good time we're going to talk about video game news in a second biff rinaldi thank you for the super. he says who would render a robot hand for a fake controller for that starfield thing he says way too much way too nice to be fan made well thank that- you <laughs> that that robot hand is actually a real thing i think it's it's a moldable or posable robot hand that artists use this might be a clue into if this is fake or not uh, mag because artists or rendering artists use things like a a movable robot hand to get different poses so they can right. get an angle and draw a hand correctly uh, depending yeah. on what what they're making so maybe this person is a total creator and has snowed us all, but I'm still going to stay with, he's completely fooled me. This thing looks legit. Yudani Kezada, who's a great mod has been helping out the show for a couple of years. Says, I hope Starfield dual sense comes. Oh no. comes with a case that has an integrated tissue dispenser to collect those tears <laughs> that don't make it into their Aloy pillow. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we've had a good show. My- Thank you very much. <laughs>
1: That might be super chat of the day right there.
0: (laughs) You know, as well as I know Yodani being the nice, humble, you know, just very positive guy and just wouldn't hurt a fly. When he gets in his moods, he can really give people <laughs> what they need. Alan Aldetre, thank you for being a channel member for 10 months. Says, as always, Colt, thanks for creating this amazing content. I did a video uh, that I put out on Sunday talking about the media bias, which we're going to get into just a minute. Gaming Forte, good friend of mine. No way. He, yes. He's so awesome. Gaming Forte. Forte and Gaming Forte on, just joined. Uh, he's been with the uh, RDX crew. He was on with them last week. And uh, he's always—it's always good to hang out with him. And he's handsome. He's super handsome, Mag.
1: He, okay, Cole, let's calm down now, bro. This, bro. I used to do shows with Forte when I started Primetime Gaming, actually. Did you uh, have to go first... like
0: this when he was on the when he was on camera?
1: <laughs> we weren't on camera. It's just his sultry voice did it for me. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I did the first year uh, of the show with him, and then uh, and then he ended up uh, moving on to other uh, to other horizons. So he went ca- he nice. to go do other shows. Uh, but yeah, he was great, man, for that year. And then uh, yeah, here and there, I still see him pop up all over the place nice. in
0: RDX. He's such a great guy, man. Forte oh, well, yeah, has man. a super chat here. Uh, after we just like inflate his ego, but we'll read a super chat. He says, "Great conversation, guys. Wish Xbox could drop custom consoles again. What game would you like a custom console for? That that would be a day one buy. That's a good question. Let me let me go first, Mag. Um, obviously the Starfield one. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm really into cars, so. If they did it, uh, I've never had a Forza custom one, so if they did something really cool, uh, the push-the-button and you hear a car rev up when you power up the console, I think that's what I would want. It might be a safe bet. Meg, what what would you want custom-themed?
1: Without question, Indiana Jones, baby. Give me Ooh. an Indiana Jones What's custom What's it look control. like? Uh, I want it to have some Aztec, like, just Aztec gold on it uh, with, like, some cool, like, I don't know some cool like stonework work. obviously just a Yeah visual. like the, like the, you know I mean? the like, moss
0: covered stone look or something
1: Yeah like a moss covered stone or something like inside like a cave with like a little bit of a waterfall picture and then some like some of that south american sun beating through so you see the hanging vines like that kind oh, of vibe Oh, yeah, you know like a saying? like
0: a full like portrait on the top of the controller Yes
1: That's what yeah. I want what that on the controller on the console I want all of that
0: Maybe And when you turn on the when you turn on the controller it goes give me the idol
1: <laughs> give me the idol, like give me the weep um yeah i I, I think that would be the the way to go and I, I just like just like wrap it with something uh, maybe maybe even save the picture for the console itself right and then the controller right. could be something else like maybe just like a dusty leather bag or something like the pouch that he wears around his, you know what I mean' his whip, and like there's like a whip on it or something I don't know I want an Indiana Jones custom console I would buy that because I'm a huge Indiana Jones fan so and uh we'll see what happens this you summer with that.
0: You couldn't lose with that. I mean, everybody loves that. No, man. If you don't like Indiana Jones, what are you even doing here?
1: I don't know. I have no idea. But I I think that that's a great idea. Like, give me like that sort of like, you know, like the concept art they use use for like an Uncharted game? Give me that. Give me that. But just put it on a, you know, with, with like the big Indiana Jones logo right across it or something. I don't know. That'd be cool. I'd be down with that.
0: All right. All right. Well, I mean, we don't know when the Indiana Jones game is going to be showcased. Maybe it's this year. Uh, we're long overdue, but there there is some news that broke for another game that's kind of been quietly sitting out. Um, there was some news about Perfect Dark. I'm trying to find the actual uh, tweet for it. Oh, my gosh. As I look, I just can't find it. Reset Era, our favorite gaming website, Meg, is reporting that Perfect Dark yep. is not a reboot, but just a dirty, filthy remake um, yeah, yeah. So here it is right here. Upcoming perfect dark, possibly a remake from LinkedIn profile of the technical principal technical director at the initiative and heaven help me as I click into reset era for probably the third time in my entire life. This is from Tyler Thornock, somebody I've never heard. I've never reported on him in videos, but he's previously at naughty dog and he is a pre, pre lead principal director or whatever it was, I forgot, and I'm clicked away from it, uh, at the initiative. So he says, I am the technical animator that strives to create tools and pipelines of high-quality deformation, face rigs, body rigs, as opposed to blah, 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 and I make games and stuff and, th- and other things and that I do, and I'm important. He says his projects include Bioshock 4, which we know as Judas, Dragon Age 4, which is coming out, which is called uh, White Lion or White Snake or Here I Go Again, something like that. I can't remember what it's called. And then he says, I'm also working good, on good pull. <laughs> I'm working on the Perfect Dark, parentheses, remake. And then the poster on Reset Era says, I was expecting a reboot, seeing that a remake is disappointing. And of course, if it's Xbox news, you got to tell people that first and foremost, you are fake concerned and disappointed to the nth degree. So, Mag, let's talk about what's going on with Perfect Dark. It's been M.I.A., it's supposedly, according to a linked-in description, a remake. What is actually going on? What's the truth? Dreadwolf. Thank you, Alvin. Dreadwolf by by Whitesnake. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be, but here's the thing. They've been working on this for such a long period of time that I don't buy it as a remake. Okay? Five, five, five
0: years. years. Five years they've and, been working on this.
1: And a support studio coming in which is which is an incredible support studio, okay, coming in. Uh, Edo, I don't know how you even have Like, I've been saying it wrong for, like, 30 years. Is it Edos or Idos or, uh, you know what I mean? Or Idos.
0: Uh, Idos is what yeah. I've been told, so I use that. Okay. Whatever. Right, so we,
1: you know what I mean? <laughs> That's one hell of a support studio, okay? They make Tomb Raider for games for crying out loud. So, for the, to call them in to do this kind of game, this this is not a remake because a remake, what they're gonna do is they're going to take the template of the original and basically just build the technology on top of the template. So you're not really doing level design. You're not really making anything, like like in terms of, there would be a little bit of level design like change, Obviously, but at the same time, the template is already there, and then you build up from it. That's why the Resident Evil remakes don't take so long to do; they look incredible, but it's basically the same layout as of course. You you think they're they're going to
0: remake the original Perfect Dark instead of do a reboot?
1: No, or yeah, but here's the thing, though: there've been a couple of reboots, right? I mean, are we are you talking about like the 360 one?
0: Wait, were you saying that Idos Montreal is working on Perfect Dark, or were you talking about?
1: No, aren't they working on Perfect Dark, or am I mistaken?
0: Crystal Dynamics, the team that Damn rebooted it. Tomb oh Raider, God. is working on Perfect Dark. Sorry, so, my bad. I get that's all right. Mixed I was kind of my mind time. was kind of wandering while you're talking, and I was kind of uh, catching the corrections in the chat. But
1: oh, sorry, guys, sorry, chat. I, I I always but, get the mixed up Crystal Dynamics and Idols, because they both made Tomb Raider. Right? I always yes. get them screwed up in my head. Yes, yeah, you're so, not
0: far off because sorry, the, sa- yeah. the team I, Crystal Dynamics is going back to work on the fourth Tomb Raider in this this reiteration. And they have said, and I meant to talk about this on the show a bunch of times and we always got off into a different direction or didn't even cover it, but the Crystal Dynamics team said, Mag, that they're pretty sure that the Tomb Raider 4 is coming out before Perfect Dark is finished. So um, what else do I need to cover in that? So I don't believe that... (laughs) Yeah, I That doesn't scream remake to me. Right. Well, here's the reason why. Uh, I'll give a small speech about this. The team at the initiative has had their problems with their leadership. They had too many cooks in the kitchen. And Daryl Gallagher, who's the one who rebooted Tomb Raider 2013, to incredible fame and success. Uh, Daryl Gallagher has basically been putting his foot down and saying, look, this is what we're going to do. A lot of the people on the team were chipping in and saying we should we should really explore outside the box, make an episodic, perfect dark, you know, put out a few hours here and then next year, the next continuation comes out and we'll do this and we'll do that and we'll go online. And Daryl Gallagher, I, th- I think as far as it sounds in his reply last year was like, no, we are going to make a standard, amazing AAA first person, uh, single player experience. And we're going to do what we do best. This is not the time to stretch the legs. We're a brand new studio. We're bringing on Crystal Dynamics. They're the team I already know. We've done the first two, two yeah. Raiders together. They're incredibly yeah. talented. We are going to take what we have that works best, and we're gonna make an amazing Perfect Dark. One, Let me give you a link uh, leak that I was told about Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark is more like a GoPro-based version. Like, uh, you've got this wide-angle GoPro first-person view yep. that is very much like John Wick. Dual wielding, yep. a lot of quick moving shooting here, left, right, climbing over, mantling like in uh, Mirror's Edge. Great first-person shooting, and I hope integrates that uh, Deus Ex style third-person camera pullout as soon as you get into cover. So you can see Joanna Dark get into cover, go back into first-person gun, a mix like Wildlands with first-person and third-person and Deus Ex. Like, this game sounds amazing mag, I think, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tyler Thornock he's not like us. And and shout out to what do we have here? We have, uh, we have 1100 people watching. the show. thank you so much for being here. All 1100 of you who are here watching the show. You're here because you understand the gaming industry. You understand everything when it comes to studios, games being made, all the little details, you know, when somebody has been traded to another studio, you know, full well, when someone says a reboot, that they are rebooting, it's a whole new experience, reviving a character from long, long ago. But Tyler Thornock there doesn't think about it that way. He's like, "Oh, I'm working on the Perfect Dark remake, Bioshock Four. It's, you know, it's not called Bioshock Four; it's called Judas, and it's not called Dragon Age Four; it's called Dragon Age Dreadwolf." So he just kind of threw out his information here. I'm going to keep it vague because even on LinkedIn, this stuff gets found. And he basically mistyped, misspoke. Meg, am I am think I, that am I you close? Speak.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like when you say something like he could be just saying uh, 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 "Perfect Dark" remake. He's probably just thinking it's not actually, he's not actually saying it's a remake. He's probably just saying, okay, well, you know, they're sort of starting over like a reboot or whatever of the game mm-hmm. that came out on the 360 or whatever. That's all he meant. I think it was just, he just misspoken. Just like I just did right now while I was thinking it was Idos instead <laughs> of Crystal Dynamics. Hey, they both made right. Tomb Raider. I got it mixed up in my head. Whatever, right? Things happen. So it's just the same idea. So I think that's all it is. Uh, this game, hundred. I, I, I gotta say 100%. It, they're almost five years into development of this game. There is no way that they're taking. Something from a pre-existing template This is a game that they built from the ground up It's going to be completely new, completely different, completely fresh uh, and, and anybody who played The other Perfect Dark games know It is nothing like A jacked up Mirror's Edge Kind of game is what we're going to be getting uh, I was yeah. shocked to yeah. find out that it was a first person game And I'm like, oh, it's going to be first person We heard that a couple years ago And um, But the thing is though If I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong But wasn't Fi- didn't Phil get his hands on it and was able to play it through.
0: Yeah, and like 2020, this game's been in the works for 5 years. It's been going on for a while.
1: One of the developer's daughters was <laughs> yeah. playing the game and then they had like a screenshot, they had a shot of her but obviously Yeah, got the he, she
0: couldn't sleep. Daddy, I can't sleep. It's like come play this triple A mature uh Xbox game. And it's like yeah, oh, it's like, so whimsical as what well. that was my worry, but uh
1: Yeah, so I mean she was playing the game. So obviously Well, I'll tell you what she tangible. was playing back
0: then. She was playing some wireframe characters running around sure. in a 3D grid. It was probably sure. what she was playing. Um
1: Sure. But Phil was playing. They had a screenshot of him playing it too. I mean, he's he's there wearing one of his snazzy jackets again. Phil, he's got
0: that he's got that cool bomber jacket, the Sub Pop one that you I can know. buy can in the SeaTac airport. Like, it's like it's like ninety dollars or one hundred and fifty dollars. I saw I'll the exact jacket. I always see it in the gift shop at SeaTac, and I'm like, oh, I should buy that and then pretend to be Phil and go into the Initius Studios and go, hey, I need to get hands on with a uh, Perfect Dark. Give me the controller, and they're like, no, it's a remake. <laughs> Yeah, and so. then they do the retina. They do the retina
1: scan, and then all of a sudden, that's it. And then Colt gets arrested. Uh, listen, here's the thing. Can I get a fill line of like clothing? Like, can we have like the Phil Spencer line of all the jackets and shirts that he's wore? Like, come yeah. on, man, I'll pay for it. And if you don't want to do it, listen, charge extra, and we'll put fifty dollars towards charity for every single purchase, and then the rest of it could cover the cost. Let's do it, Phil. I know you're listening to the show, anyways. This is the thing. He does like get I those said.
0: cool shirts that, like, from but Undead Dude, Labs and all the other studios. Like, come on, that's what they do, man. They're they're in the middle of work on a game. They're like, hey, send this out to the shirt shop. You know, Phil's coming in. He's going to be an interview. We want him to represent our game. You know, it's, no, it's so for Why can't I?
1: So every did you, week I'm on the show. I'm wearing. Well, you something have a shirt cool.
0: collection, so you need. Oh, I need to step up your. Uh, hey, Phil, give I've me your shirt it. when you're done wearing it. Yeah, I know. Uh, let on. me. Uh, uh, this is kind of a bummer, but. Apparently, Western Digital is already sold out of the new Xbox storage cards. I didn't know what to call them. I have one. Right. Um, And they're like $50 cheaper than the Seagate version. Uh, It sounds like what happened was just this year, after a two year plus agreement. Xbox quietly ended their partnership or it had quietly ended on its own with Seagate and they gave them proprietary monopoly on these cards and the price was set. There was no price competition. The other problem is if you have a PS5 and you want four terabytes of storage, it is literally 75% cheaper than the Xbox alternative and Xbox made a big mistake with their storage solution, mag. And I. I it bothers me because... I ha- I have the 2 terabyte or what is it 2 terabytes in my Xbox plus a 1 terabyte card. I think that's what I have. And I still have to be very picky about what I keep installed. So, well, I don't know, do you use this stuff or do you just keep a couple games no. on?
1: See, here's the thing. I don't use it because when I'm done, see, I'm a completionist, okay? So, when I complete a game, First of all, when I, when I, when I, I, I buy everything uh, digital, say
0: hi, say hi to the fake Phil Spencer. He goes, okay, guys, we'll do. He's, a, you know, uh, <laughs> Spencer's in pic- the chat. So say hi to him.
1: <laughs> and hi, Phil. And it's a picture of himself smiling. <laughs> I, I love doubt that. It. But uh, you know, it's I've been great. on shows
0: hey. where like a fake Jim Ryan or Phil Spencer come in and as, as long as they're cool, like, like this, like he kind of rolls with a joke. I love, I love that representation. I think it's funny because they normally they're very cool with the audience; and they have a good time. Oh, yeah. But sometimes you'll get somebody in there who'll be about toxic. But these guys have been pretty cool. Anyway, uh, Matt, go have ahead. Been
1: pretty funny. Listen, there's somebody else I saw in the chat once. It, it wasn't even like a day after it happened, and already I saw a super chat from a. G- oh no! <laughs> from, a, from a guy named Gwyneth Paltrow ski school. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> and it was like a day after the accident happened, where she smoked that guy, and then they went to court. Now he's suing her and stuff. Oh, and jeez! Like, it's like these these people don't even miss a beat, and all of a sudden, like the next day, I see Gwyneth Paltrow ski school leaves a five dollars super chat. It was it just makes me laugh. Um, now I forgot what the hell we were talking about.
0: We were talking about I, the. I, it's a short conversation. I don't want to stick on the. Oh, the storage, the storage. But the storage my yeah, bad. yeah, yeah. Yes.
1: Listen, listen. I don't use it. Because first of all, there's a terabyte. Even though it's not really a terabyte, it's about what 800 uh, gigs, right? And the thing yeah. is, all you have to do is install Call of Duty, and your hard drive's gone. But anyway, the thing is, <laughs> is it, I am a you know what I mean? Like you put Call yeah. of Duty in there, it's over. Forget it. You might as well put Call of Duty, and then you can, might you might be able to fit Donkey Kong next to it, and that's about it. That's yeah. 800 gigs right there. But anyways, here's the thing. I like to, I'm a completionist. So when I finish a game, I uninstall it because I'm never going to touch it again. If I've got my platinum or if I got my thousand out of a thousand, I have literally shredded that game to pieces and I have basically turned every stone over that, what am I going to do and go back in there? Just wander around aimlessly. I put 300 hours into the Witcher 3. I am never going back to it, except when they did that um, that next gen upgrade. I just wanted to. I just literally like ran around the map for like ten minutes to take a look at it. That was it. Uh, right. But like, like, like for example, on, Hogwarts Roach. Legacy. Yeah. On... Oh, come on, Roach. And uh, the thing is, is that once I hit that. That thousand out of a thousand on Hogwarts Legacy, I'm never going back. And the thing is, if I decide to get melancholy about it or I, I get a little nostalgic, guess what? I can reinstall it. It's in my digital library. That's you know that's sitting there, and it shows all the games that I have, right? Because I only buy digital. I don't buy physical. And so therefore, it's sitting right there, right? And the thing is, with Game Pass, how many games are you downloading at the same time? That you're going to be right. playing, and, and there's, like a, there's the people 20 like 25 games
0: you're going to get through with this generation and realize you don't own own any of these games you've rented them all it's like so what i buy a game for 70 dollars. i play it for 20 to 40 hours and then like then, you said i uninstall it i, I only install. go back if i need to like oh I, I need some footage for a video or hey i feel like playing that again maybe but by the maybe. time you go back to a game If you didn't buy it, it's probably much, much cheaper down the road. But I do not mind uh, playing a lot of games on borrowings, on a renting system, because uh, as I said... I'm renting. 98 per- of our music, TV, and movies. We don't own those. Hey, except for The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, which I'm watching with my son right now. Shout out to my uh, son for for sitting and watching those with me. And I've got Forza Horizon Five footage running up here. This is one full hour of the game. In will be the Goliath race toward the end. Uh, this game's great. We don't need to talk about it, but it's just up there for your leisure, so you can enjoy it while while we play. Um, here, here's something else we got to cover because as we talk about those fanboys, you say you can't. You know, you don't own your games. They went off the handle, Meg, about the Game Pass family share plan not being $25, but actually being $40 only to delete every tweet, like, and retweet they had as they danced around the grave of Game Pass family share being $40 a month, which still, still being, uh, what's the math? If you pay $10 a month and you get to share it with five people, you know? It would have been 50 bucks, but it's actually 25 and they were looking at a New Zealand dollars price conversion. And uh, sure. those those FUD fanboys, uh, they had a really rough day, Mag. Did you hear about the old fallout yeah, about, yeah, oh my yeah. gosh, oh, the atrocity?
1: Yeah, I saw that. And, then, and I also saw the next atrocity was uh, they're getting rid of the $1 uh, thing or whatever, and it was like the end of the world. And I'm like, you guys weren't part of it anyway. And if you are part of it, you're paying full price anyhow. It doesn't make a right. difference. That was just an introductory thing to get people interested in the product. Now, they they don't need that anymore because, you know, what's, what's happening is the games are going to start speaking for themselves. The product is going to start speaking for themselves. After all these years of waiting, they're finally coming to fruition. Now, the, the, the family pass thing, the only thing that I could see convoluted with that is that, yes, you could share it with five other people. You're going to have to get those five people to just say, listen, you figure it out, however much costs for the year, everybody throws you the cash, and then you pay sure. for it up front. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, like unless you're just a with-
0: philanthropist, like, you know, hey, I'll just take care of everybody. Is that the right, right word, yeah. philanthropist? Nah, yeah,
1: no. philanthropist? No, it does not work that way. Trust me. I know millionaires and billionaires. They don't hand out nothing. I go out with a billionaire, and he makes me split half the bill with him. I swear to God, I'm not even making it. Well, that's that why he's uh, a
0: billionaire, Meg, because well, he doesn't exactly. pay for billionaires for a
1: reason. Yeah, and then we get into a $7 million uh, Bugatti, and then I'm like, oh, okay, I had to pay that $25 for the burger. Thanks. But, but anyways, you know, it And what
0: any he does is he pulls out the uh, cup holder. He goes, gas money?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding, right? Uh, but anyways, uh, all that aside. Shout, shout out to my I friends in high like-
0: school that shoved a couple dollars into my my ashtray of, of my Dodge Colt back in high school. Shout out to those. There you go, man. That, oh, man, they made such a difference. And be hey. that friend. Would you be that friend when people are be down on their friend. luck? Yeah. So here's
1: the thing. It would be the same thing that I used to do with, like, well, no, you can't do it anymore because Netflix cracked down. But, like, you know, your, your Netflix, your Disney Pluses and all that kind of stuff. You know, I'd just reach out to my brother or whoever, uh, and my, well, one of my brothers or both my brothers, and I'd be like, hey, throw me 60 bucks and you can get Netflix for the year. You just, you know, just share the password or whatever, right? And yeah. so they, they would do that. So, like, my brother would pay, like, for, like, that HBO and, like, Disney Plus and throw me, like, 150 bucks. Or whatever, like a Canadian. So, like you know, like a hundred and something bucks, and that's it. And then he's covered for the year, and then I would just pay for the service, and he would just yeah. pay me half, right? And then just get access to it. Same idea. The only thing is that you're gonna have to, just like game sharing, is that gonna you have to be with someone you a trust, right? Because they're gonna have access to all your stuff, and not your stuff, but they have access to, you know, the the service. Yeah. Gonna, you know, you don't want you don't want a deadbeat who's not gonna pay you, not gonna pay you, right? So you're gonna have to pick people. And be like, all right, you know what? You know, uh, whatever. Just uh, throw me fifty bucks on the Cash App. You throw me fifty bucks in the Cash App. That kind of thing, and I'll pay for. I the mean, I guess if you want to make
0: a little side, a little side, you know, a uh, return on it. But um,
1: no, but like to split it evenly. Why not? Right? Because I mean, a in my game. house,
0: I can get up to five accounts. So then I would have one, two, three shared. Then I have two left over. Uh, maybe that's one. That's what I'm saying. You know, plus you have console sharing. So two of the consoles could be sharing. Uh, I mean, Xbox is the best platform. Let's let's move off to that but Game Pass have, thing. They took an L, and you know who took the biggest L was Red Dragon. Dumb. Well,
1: he usually does. Uh, that guy's a clown. Um, but oh, let's let's yeah.
0: let's talk about let's PlayStation talk about, for a minute. Let's talk sure. about the Last of Us PC port. Um, well, what what were some of the funniest things you saw a uh, uh, glitch wise on that?
1: I think the best one I saw so far. I mean, but by the way, I gotta say that so far out of the glitch awards the mag's all time glitch awards which used to be held by mafia 3 having the funniest glitches i've ever seen i think i talked about that uh, last week or the week before about the like the boats in the water were literally flying in the sky like it was like, uh, that sounds like, awesome. like oh dude it was amazing i'm sitting there i'm like looking at the thing and i'm dumping a body in the swamp and like you know the crocodiles eating the body and then i look up and i'm like is this asgard Like what? What's going on? There's like there's like a ship like flying across the sky. (laughs) Anyways, uh, that was always the funniest one. Uh, But the but now I gotta say Ellie, who looked like she was breakdancing, because it looked like she was doing the head spin with her legs. Oh my
0: gosh! Yes. Or
1: if anybody, for anybody, for the deep cut people out there, anybody watched the first Lord of the Rings movie, Um, uh, Fellowship of the Ring, of course. Just just watched it this weekend. Okay, yeah. so you know when you know when him and you know when uh, Gandalf and Saruman have the first battle and then and, and then Gandalf says, "Yes." And then Gandalf says he goes, "When did Saruman the wise abandon reason for madness?" And then Saruman Rawr! just goes and, he, and he's got the two things and Gandalf is spinning in circles in that weird pose. That yeah. is a hundred percent what Ellie's doing. So my I'm watching son that and I'm
0: like my son laughed. We were sitting right here watching it. And my son laughed when Gandalf was like spinning on his side, like breakdancing. Yes. And he laughed. I'm like, how dare you? This is a sacred moment when Gandalf is about to
1: <laughs> It was so funny. And I'm like, did, did you Saruman see the there was, show uh, up in The Last of Us?
0: There was Ellie like transfigured into a long gooey like stiff pretzel like on the back of the horse going yeah yeah, it was nightmare fuel Uh, but the funny thing is we have to highlight we have yeah i'll raise we have to highlight the playstation fans are trying to make the excuse that this is iron galaxy's fault iron galaxy's like we didn't do hardly look at this jump by the way if it's in time what i'm saying i went off that whole canyon i was like um what I have ADD. What was I saying? Uh, oh, yeah. Naughty Dog did almost all of the PC port work on this with very little work done by another studio in audio or audio galaxy. That's a that's an old one. Iron Galaxy. So, uh, yeah, audio <laughs> galaxy was an amazing uh, music download site that I used to use back in 2001. But anyway, uh, Iron Galaxy is not the fault. This is a PlayStation first party flub. Yeah, yep. uh okay, let me let me move forward. Uh we got Patrick Karanjeet with the $5 super. Thank you guys so much for supporting the channel with the supers and keeping the conversation going in all different directions. We really appreciate you. Patrick says, "Do you think that Starfield releasing in September will impact the Forza release and push it into 2024?" No, I think that Forza is well set uh quietly and secretly for October, like Forza 6 released. Not a big deal. Uh and frankly it could release the same month no problem because it's a totally different game it's a racing simulator versus an rpg set in space so um, i think october is your is your best guess ky bob has been to channel for 41 months which is about how long mag gestated his last baby thank you ky bob he says hey guys i'm loving this flow with colt and mag mag thank you so much for being on the show bro hey, i really appreciate you hey.
1: it's been he a says, lot of fun to- go ahead brother
0: no, no, it has, it has been fun. I just wanted to read the rest of what he said. He said, hit that like button. Yes, hit the, let's get that to 500. KY Bob says, hit that like button. The Game Set Live Colt Eastwood episode drew more views than the dealer one. Now that's impossible.
1: Uh, Not impossible.
0: <laughs> dealer's Not way impossible. more entertaining than, than, a, than a Colt Eastwood, but uh, KY Bob's a good, he's a good friend. So thanks for having me on the show. I was like this the whole time, though, Meg. It was the day... Yeah. It was like 24 hours after I got hurt with my arm. So, I was, and we weren't on camera. So I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, answer, answer your question and video game news and other information. Yeah. Okay. Your turn. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but they were, they were cool. Matt, uh, Red Wolf was, was one of my good friends. Hey, we were, what's up, Red, Wolf? Red Wolf and I were talking behind the scenes. And, uh, shout out to risk it for the biscuit in the chat because he does a great, he tries to do a great Australia depression. And when he does it, I'm like, I feel like I'm listening to risk it. Uh, these guys risk it and those guys crack me up, man. And, Re- and Red Wolf, are just good people, man. If you want to smile on your face, those are the people to check out and to follow. But Red Wolf says found some change in my couch using it to say hi. Red Wolf, don't super chat, bro. He just got a new job. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it's so horror. So, yeah, we appreciate you, bro. Um, let's see. Let's talk. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I was going to say something about the, I don't know. I guess put hands up if you want to hear about this. But Greg Miller did a really hilarious satirical rant about how you smelly PC gamers who don't use bar soap. Uh, you should just play the game on a on a PS5. And maybe I will talk about this for a minute, Mag, because I agree with his jokes hundred percent because these people, uh, you know, people who play on PC, they get a great experience, but sometimes with these console ports, they get a terrible experience for $2,500 hard hardware. When yeah. you could just play it on a PS five, where it plays perfectly, Amazing. yeah, perfectly yeah. on a PS five on a PC. I don't know when it's going to be fixed, but he satirically calls out the P- PC guys and tells them they're idiots for not buying a PS five. I sort of agree with them. It's like, I know you may want to only play on a PC, but with, now with consoles running everything at 60 pretty much, like for 500 bucks, Mag, you can't go wrong owning a console. I think they're great. Yeah,
1: I have no, listen, I, I have the means to have a PC easily. I mean, I have a PC, but I mean, to do PC yeah. gaming like yeah. seriously, and I could buy your $2,000 headsets and this and that and blah, blah, blah. I'm not interested in it. I'm just. It's just not my way of gaming. I like to sit in my chair. I like to kick my feet up. I know you could do that with a PC. You, you can. It to you this, can. That and the other thing, yep. but you know, it's just not my thing. I don't want to adjust shaders. I don't want to <laughs> fart around with this, that, and the other thing. I don't want to raise this and you lower don't, that. You don't
0: and- have to, but. Dang it does it call to you constantly. When you're playing a game you're like, uh, "Could this no, be I just Should want- this look better? Should this be running? Be- Something's wrong." And then you go in and you got 30 things. You're like, "Should I mess with this?" I I don't need to. Look, Sometimes you just do anyway. Listen, I don't, do anyway. nah. don't want to deal
1: with it. I deal with I Look at, I'm in <laughs> High up in the corporate world dealing with this, that, and the other thing. My phone's off the hook all the time. I'm doing this, doing that, running around here, talking to a million people. Do you think I'm gonna come home and start messing around with shaders? It's not (laughs) happening. I don't even know what shaders are. Okay? By the way, Matthew Morris, he writes, I miss Gaz. You hear? You wait I don't like shaders. (laughs) There you go. Okay? You want some auto tune? You got some. Anyways. I'm not with that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh Matthew my Morrison.
0: gosh, that was like the I, worst auto tune, but yet the best all at once. Yeah, listen, I miss gas I got, too. But I uh, want, Megan, listen, and I've been having I a good time. I don't want to play. I
1: yeah. don't want to play on anything but a console, and of course on the arcades. Okay, I play with the arcade machines, I play with my consoles, I come home, I turn it on, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's Xbox, Nintendo, very rarely. Uh, and then of course, PlayStation, right? I'll just turn it on, I play the game, I don't have to think about it. The only time I have to think about it is when I launch a new game and then it asks me whether I want to do performance mode or fidelity mode, right? And then of course I can adjust like the HDR yep. settings at the beginning, you know, like, oh, you know, do it until the balloon is not visible and blah, 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 blah. Right? So I do that kind of stuff, and you know, you know. Yeah, what I'm the, about. HDR setting,
0: I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're, you're right. And that's
1: like, it. Once it's done, cold, it's over. Now I get to play the game. I don't want I mean, three days from now having let's, to readjust.
0: Let's be honest. I mean, if you're here watching the show, you're definitely a console gamer, you're a console fan. Uh, throughout the 40, 50 years that gaming has been a thing, consoles have always been, like, the the default. Like, you, when you talk about arcades, or you talk about handhelds, or you talk about consoles, like, they are a bespoke piece of hardware that runs games really, really well and does what they do really, really, really well. But if you want to go above and beyond and, and put Barney or Thomas, the tank engine in your games, PC is the place for you. Uh, but we won't talk about that much more, but Hold that is kind of you how know, it's going. Cool. What I like?
1: got to ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. What I don't understand. And I'm like I said, I'm not, I'm not like a tech guy, okay. I really don't know. I don't understand the tech and everything. I know dealers. That's more like his his jam. Yep, yeah, Yep. <laughs> when you're paying, and, I'm, and this is an actual question. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Um, you know, criticizing anything. I've when done you're both, so I can upward, answer. I'm. You're paying upwards of <laughs> thousands of dollars. Why is it they can't get the ports correct? And the other thing is, don't they develop mostly on a PC to begin with? These are my questions.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, there's. When they build a game, they have recommended and minimum specs, and they try to stay within that. And if you have something much bigger, you can just crank those settings up even higher. Um, but you know, there's AMD and NVIDIA hardware that can be a little iffy, you know, so the the drivers and the updates. But like, who was this? Says Chad. I just I just agreed with them. Uh, I just wrote yes. Uh, Sparhawk says, NVIDIA has a thing where you can load up a game and you just hit one button in your GeForce experience. And it will say, I'm going to optimize the game to the hardware. I know you have because it's your PC and that normally works really well. But the other thing is sometimes you can load up a game. I don't want to talk about PC too much, but you can load up a game and the game says, well, it doesn't even say anything. Just like, I know what your hardware is. We've already set it for you at the resolution and frame rate. And some of the settings that is well set for your hardware. And then you just play, but you know, half the time you can load up a game from install, and you're good to go. The other half, you have to make lots and lots of little tweaks there. Um, it just depends. But PC gamers normally don't mind that. They're sitting there. They do everything. They want like a specific experience. But you just cannot... I'll just close it here. You cannot beat the three to $500 experience of a console. It's just... For the money and the enjoyment you get of the games, which is what really matters, is the enjoyment of the games. Gosh dang, do you get a great value. I think that's why we buy consoles. And when we talk about... The next gen consoles or the uh even mid gen. Like if you could take your console down to the video game store like GameStop and get three hundred dollars out of it, and pay two hundred to get a next gen or a mid gen refresh, like that's not a bad deal if if you have it available not to a, you. That's so not bad at all. Yeah. Let's let's move forward to uh to e three. Uh yeah, I think that's what, where we want to go here. Uh Ooh. E3 was canceled and Jeff Jeff Keeley didn't wait. But one second. Come on, hit the like button if you're having a good time. If you like that Forza footage, this game so satisfying to play. Jeff Keighley did not wait a second to dance on the grave of E3. Meg, what happened? What happened with E3 this past week or so?
1: The CEO, um, there were some issues with funding. And eventually got to the point where the CEO actually just walked out of his job. He walked out. Yes, and that's what happened. That well, that was one of many aspects, but that was the that was basically the catalyst. That's that was the straw that broke the camel's back in the end. Yikes! And so, yeah, so the CEO of what the hell is the name of that company that was doing it? I always forget the name of them.
0: I think uh, it's anyways. ESA, right? Is that what you're talking about?
1: No, 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 no. There was a, there was a, there was a specific company. I can't remember the name of it. Someone in the chat, helped me out here. You guys, you guys are so good at this stuff. They remember that everything.
0: was funding uh, the uh, the E3 experience.
1: Yeah, and anyway, the president of that. Whoever did that, whoever was part of that, walked out. And so I heard about that before it started going live. And then I said, "Well, let's let's pump the brakes here." It doesn't mean it's over. And this was two days before that, three days before they said E3 is done. So I started looking at the canceling flights and everything, but I didn't do it yet. And I'm like, "Let me just see what happens here." And turns out it was all correct. And uh, oh, yeah. my source, my source was bang on. Because Were you looking into they, this
0: when when Ubisoft or or EA backed out last read week or plop, whatever it was? Thank
1: you. Brad word fight thank you buddy uh, it was Pop? Oh, Pop. okay is it
0: was that Reed where Sean Laden works Brad I don't what I think it might be Sean Laden runs a major uh a major event coordination.
1: Yeah, it was something to do with that. I don't nope, remember nope,
0: he's, exactly, at, but- he's at S- Streamline Media Group, so not yeah, okay. not Sean Layden. Sorry not, about that. Go no, ahead.
1: No, no, no. Sean Layden would not walk out like that. Like, and, and that would be way high profile because if Sony wasn't going to that thing and Sean Layden was like headlining it, you know what I mean? We would have heard about that. <laughs> that right? would have been anyways, that
0: would have been a fun day in the news cycle. But Sean oh, Layton's awesome. I, I I really respect Sean Layden.
1: Yeah, Joshua uh, Zemanek in the chat there is basically saying, you know, it fell apart sooner than people think. He's right. Like I said, I heard about it days before. And then I'm like, is this for real, guys? I started started talking to some people behind the scenes, and they're like, yeah, it's real. It's done. And uh, that's when, see, the thing is the other companies caught wind of it well before, and that's why they all started backing out one by one. Right? Did you hear about that? Like all of a sudden, what? This one's not going. Then this one's not yeah. going. Then ten cents not going. Then Sega's not going. And they were catching wind of it a lot before. And then, of course, it came to my ears. Just saying, yeah, the CEO walked out and just that's it. He just washed his hands and just left. And so I'm like, all right, this is done. So I had to, I had to cancel my flight, cancel my, uh, you know. Oh, the do
0: was, was, you know what this means, was, Chat? Like, uh, this is my opportunity would, to meet Mag in real life. We had plans all set to go. I was going to meet Gaz. We're going to get Rand out there to go like it was uh there's a lot to unpack with the e3 thing and and chat you're absolutely right this was falling apart yeah, long yeah ago. well before and of course this is, this is always one of those things where you you just you don't make an official announcement until you know it's officially buried into the ground and and i think they knew this was I'm sure that when they announced we're doing E3 again, they knew they were on the edge of a knife, like the quest of the fellowship, you know, stray, but, but a little, and you will fall, um, well, if
1: you don't have Sony and Nintendo involved, right? Let's talk, let's talk about studio, that, Meg,
0: because that's uh, tough to begin with. I mean, Sony has been out for four or five years and that is a, I mean, that's a big chunk. That's probably a good third of representation on the floor in the convention E3. center. Because you There's have still all these the market big publishers meters. that are massive. But Sony has their 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 sec their wing over there with Xbox they share. They share a wing with, I think, with Nintendo and PlayStation and Xbox, when Xbox was still on the floor show. And they represent a good chunk. And they also represent some of those partners that are there as well. So it's just a big synergy that has been completely vacuumed out. And I didn't know Nintendo had decided not to go as well. That's another major problem and then in 2019 Xbox said we're still at E3 but we're going to be on site just one minute walk away in the Microsoft Theater and all of that experience is now on their property and available to anybody with a badge you have a badge you can walk across the parking lot go in through the doors with your E3 badge and you're on the Xbox show floor in the Microsoft Theater um I told myself and you before the show that I was also going to try to convince you to still do E3. Let's start with before E3 June 8th, which is three days before the Xbox showcase, which we'll get to in a minute is Jeff Keighley's summer game fest. This time, everybody, the show summer games fest, the on stage thing with the musical acts, all the trailers and reviews and reveals are, it's an in-person event with 6,000 people in possible attendance in a 6,000 person theater yep. called the YouTube theater. So Jeff Keeley is yet to announce when tickets will go on sale, but right now I am workshopping with Hargit Shawnee, uh, my friend, dark CMF Sean, the Bree. These are people that I, that I hang out with that E3 that are also on Twitter and sometimes in the chat, uh, happy bomb. We're all trying to figure out, can we get tickets? Imagine this, Mag. Imagine this audience. Let me paint the picture for you. Imagine you're in the back half of the YouTube theater. All the industry, developers, leaders, um, publishers, uh, media are all in the front half. And you sit in that seat on June 8th for the Jeff Keighley Summer Games Fest show, musical acts, all that stuff. Mingle with people afterward. And then a couple days later, you have the Xbox showcase, which I think will be a watch party with FanFest festivities afterward. Meg, what can I do to convince you that if you can get tickets to Jeff Keeley, you rebook your flight, you come in Thursday, stay till Monday, hang out with us, it could be a big deal. What are your thoughts? I know it would be a big what are you deal. thinking? Don't be a jerk, don't be stubborn.
1: <laughs> Listen, it's not about that anymore because now I was so I was so upset about the E3 thing because I've been looking for I've been talking about it for months and months and months. And with everybody about how we're all going to be down there, I already got the plans, I already booked the resort uh, in, uh, in, in, uh, in Beverly Hills, it was going to be a whole shebang, I was, I uh, was going to do, do a thing, I, we talked about on this show, I was even going to book half a bar uh, for like at night time, and it was going to be all the content creators and all the YouTubers and all the guys that we talked to and podcasters and YouTubers from everywhere! Not just Xbox, like Xbox and you know, Sony guys, whoever. We were all going to get together and we were going to go and go hang out and, and I was going to res- reserve half a bar and deal with that and have a big party with all of us. And that was that was going to be part of the thing. Well, anyways, this thing fell apart. It happened. Everybody started canceling their tickets one by one. And I said, you know what? If if all these people aren't going, I'm not going. So guess what? I you can't convince me, Colt. You know why? Because for the exact same period of time, I rebooked. I'm going to the I'm going to the Dominican Republic. So I'm out, baby. What? I'm going to be getting that's yeah. So I'm going on the same the same time. Uh, and it's actually kind of uh, upsetting too because. Um, in a different way because, uh, Cerebral Paul, shout out to Cerebral Paul and, uh, to, uh, Newf Newcomb who are both going to be in Niagara Falls around the same time. So in Niagara Falls is only like an hour and a half drive for me. Right. So I was going to go drive because usually once a year, or twice a year, I, I meet Newf Newcomb because he flies in from Calgary and, um, we, we, we hang out for the day or whatever. And, uh, in Niagara Falls and I, I stay overnight in Niagara Falls. So we were gonna do the same thing, but that's the ex- exact same time as E3. Well, anyways, we canceled E3. That didn't happen. Now I'm not seeing Noof or Cerebral Paul. Uh, so now we just decided, my wife and I were like, forget it. We're taking the kids, and we're going to Punta Cana, and we're getting drunk at 7 a.m. on the beach. Well, at least I am. Well, my wife and I. Maybe the kids. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, we're going to Punta Cana instead. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be beautiful, and I'm going to be doing the merengue up and down the beach for a week straight. So listen, Mom,
0: I'm, I'm right. good. I mean I mean, your good. loss. It really is your loss. Sean LeBrie in the chat says, Colt, let's make our own showcase. Uh, we don't need to. We're gonna go to the Keelys and we're gonna walk by. Sean LeBrie and I are gonna walk down the aisle, find Todd Howard, and ruffle his his little hobbit hair and say, You're so good, buddy. Can't wait to play Starfield this year. It's gonna be great. Um <laughs> crap. I mean, the E3 event. Right uh out. let's talk about Xbox's showcase. Sarah Bond was interviewed by Charlie Hodgson from, from Xbox on in the UK. And she said, we're going to do our big showcase event on September or September on June 11th, which is a Sunday. uh, I think at 9am and they said that the adapter directly after that will be the Starfield direct, which is going to be a big moment for Xbox. And then Charlie said, I'll make sure to bring the popcorn and Xbox has not announced what they're doing for the showcase. But I think that was her way of saying, "Oh, I yeah, I know it's a it's a watch party, not a live on stage, people actually walking on stage and reading a script on a teleprompter." Um, I think she just kind of accidentally did that Freudian slip. That's not the right terminology for that, but. That's okay. I went to college. It's
1: okay. We'll, 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 we'll use that. We'll use that. Anyway. <laughs> we'll use the
0: Freudian slip. But, but she said, yeah. I'll make sure to bring the popcorn, which was, she totally knew in her mind while Sarah was talking and she just leaped forward and said, it's going to be a watch party without saying it's going to be a watch party. Right. Let me, um, tell you Hargeet, Sean, the happy bomb, uh, dark CMF. And I were there at the watch party in June of last year, almost a year ago, um, it's recorded on a big screen with, uh, there was like maybe four or 500 people there. This would probably be bigger. Maybe they will do it at the Microsoft theater and invite more people, but even the watch party was really good, but there's a lot to expect from Xbox. Let me move forward with, uh, Xbox actually has a bunch of games that are sort of delayed. One of them was one that you don't really care about. Let me get your thoughts on this mag while I, while I, while I get a video posted up here arc survival evolved two was pushed, not from June, 2023, but to November or December of 2024, probably later. Um, what are your thoughts on that one? Since we've seen not one single pixel of the game.
1: I don't care. I don't (laughs) care about the game. I I, I just didn't do anything for me. Even the announced trailer, it looked ridiculous. Uh, when you saw like a, 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 what looked like a puffed-up, bloated Vin Diesel sitting on the back of a dinosaur. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why does he look like he ate like eight cheeseburgers a day for a month straight? And he's well, just like I mean,
0: he is getting older, and sometimes, uh, unless it it for you. It looked awful. Yeah,
1: yeah I, it looked I don't know. It didn't do anything for me. I'm just like, what happened to Vin Diesel? Why does he look so weird? And then I'm like, what is this? And I'm just like, you know what? I don't really care. It's just not my jam. Hey, and, and that's no offense to anybody who's into that thing. It's just not my jam. You know what I mean? Like, it's not something I'm interested in. And I'm like, nah, doesn't do nothing for me. Doesn't even doesn't even move the needle. The uh, you know the uh, just not my not my cup of tea. So I mean, if it shows up, you know, shows up in Game Pass and does what it ha- does what it has to do, I'll take a look at it. But other than that. They delay it. Go ahead, delay it. It was never on my radar to begin with, right? I got so many other big time games coming out that I can almost guarantee are going to be ranking anywhere in the high 80s to early 90s in the, you know, um, with Metacritic. That why why would I waste my time with something that may or may not hit, right? Right. So whatever, whatever. Let it. It'll come when it comes. You know what I right. mean?
0: Yeah, and I've, I'm I'm queuing up some footage that shows some of the games that are coming out in on Game Pass in 2023, and I might kind of stop these because some of these games that Xbox is partnered with that they're not they're not directly responsible for, or they're also breaking that quote unquote promise. Uh, let me see, I'll hit play here. Where's that button? So we got Hi-Fi Rush. I'm gonna. I'm going to, well, yeah, I got to have this red thing on there. I don't know if that shows up. So what's this one? What's this game? Does anybody know what this is? Is this replaced? It's, uh, it's very short. I think that's replaced, which is a 2d side scroller. Um, I wonder if those red lines are on your screen. Uh, let me look. I'm sorry. I'm doing this on the fly. You know, I don't have a, uh, I don't have a super producer. That's a technical producer behind the scenes. Um, planet of Lana is a game that, Sarah Bond just played and reported, she played it at uh, the BAFTA Awards, or GDC, GDC, is where she played it. And this is Planet of Lana very briefly, but she said this game is really, really cool, but we don't have a release date for it. And Xbox promised that it would be out before June. I mean, they, I'm so to speak, promised, right? Uh, I'm kind of making fun of that word as some people got really upset. But it was yet another game. So Replaced and then Planet of Lana are games that do not have a release date, And they, by all rights, should be releasing before June, and we don't know. This is Minecraft Legends, which is coming out in the middle of April, if I remember properly. And then Ravenlock. Let me pause it here. This is Ravenlock, which is made by the team that made Echo Generation, but this is actually a third-person, real-time combat game that is, like, melee-based, and has a very cool art style, where some of the characters look uh, very whimsical. Uh, That's a very cool game. Erebon Shadow Legacy is another third-party game, which is a third-person, stealth-based, slightly anime-style game here that is also due in June and still hasn't been shown. Here's Atomic Heart, which is already out and did okay. Silk Silksong, uh, Hollow Knight song That's another one that's no release date. You see where I'm going with this, Meg? And then I know you're going to kind of see this delayed because I have the live feed in front of me and you know how it is with YouTube. YouTube's know, like 10 I- seconds behind, but here's... The last case of Benedict Fox, which I played at PAX 2022 in July, still no release date. Is that game going to magically show up on Game Pass before June? I don't know. Okay? I don't Let me think move so. forward. Not if we
1: haven't heard anything. No. There's
0: Goldeneye. Wolong's out. Goldeneye's out. Uh, what's next? Here's another one. Flintlock. Flintlock, yes. what's the name of it? Flintlock something. Flintlock, the yep. hamburger of thieves or something like that. What's it called?
1: Perfect. The hamburger, yes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Hamburglar and the of Flintlock hamburgers. of 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 thieves. This game Perfect. looks very cool. What's the Love release it. date on it, Mag? Uh, I don't know, Colt. <laughs> not not June twenty twenty three, as far as I know. John, let me P. take a look behind me. <laughs> nope, no release date
1: there either. <laughs> let me Sorry, check in my left pocket.
0: Me. Yeah, yeah. Let me just take a look. Here's Liza P, which has been reportedly moved to August, or has a release date of August 2023, so they're just a couple months off. Here's another great one, Warhammer Darktide, which already released on the PC half a year ago, has no release window for Xbox, and apparently the PC version is uh, in rough shape still. So this is a four-player first-person game that is like MIA. Uh, here's Stalker 2. Are we going to see talk- Stalker 2 this year? Is it gonna be shown at E3 and have release date I think afterward? So.
1: I think so. I think I think that um, stalker two might be one of those games. This is a wild theory, okay? So nobody, please, nobody take this too seriously. This could be one of those and it's dropping today kind of things. Yeah. But I don't know. But like I mean, they they might do something like that. I don't know. It like 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 they need it, you know, like they did with the Hi Fi Rush. I know Hi Fi Rush is obviously a smaller game than Stalker Two, right? Yeah. But I don't know. They need a they, they, that would be something that could release a little bit of pizzazz at the show, right? Now that E3 is canceled, they're gonna have to, st- you know, they're gonna have to do something wild to like really garner the attention of people. Because I think a lot of people got turned off by the fact that E3 is no longer gonna be a thing. Sure, yeah. Keeley's gonna be doing his thing, but when Xbox does their showcase, Keeley's thing is over, right? So, right. you know what I mean? So it's it's. I don't know, uh, that could be something they the, could do there, or they release now, it somewhere in the summer before Starfield, man or before Starfield slash uh, uh, Fort, uh, Forza Motorsport, right, so you've over. got Redfall coming out very soon, right, so now you yeah. have this, like, space um, in between, where if someone doesn't want I'm to play a multiplayer game, it, a new multiplayer game, there. they play yeah, that, but, whatever, they want to do a single player story experience, whatever, blah, 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 that's where you could slam a Stalker 2 somewhere in, like, July. Yeah. Or you shadow drop it after the show or during the show, or you drop it in July before Liza P shows up in August. I know Liza P is more of a souls-like kind of thing, so it's gonna be that's more of an acquired taste. Yeah. Not everybody's gonna want to play that, but um, I would do I would drop it in July. You do not want to drop it in the fall because it's gonna get lost in the mix, Colt. Because yeah, you're gonna yeah. get lost in the mix of the Starfields, the For, uh, the Forza Motorsports, the Spider-Man 2s the call of duties. You don't want to throw a stock or two and then have it like thrown out the window right. or maybe even a senuous saga. Like let's say late November, I would say December. Uh, and then you see something like that, right? You don't want yeah. to throw a stock or two out there and just basically you're throwing it to the wolves. You're sacrificing. I, I don't even like know what
0: their them- studio is dealing with, but maybe they're still not able to be in full production. But I don't I, wh- know. while you were talking, I totally blasted my overlay and was like, how do I fix this? And, uh, geez what what a great (laughs) what a great professional show i do let me see what don't worry about it uh forza motorsports coming like i said probably october uh that one was we were told red falls coming out in one month it's one month away uh and then starfield in september and i think after that i show the possibility of yes the possibility of uh hellblade coming out so let me move that out of the way so yeah that's uh that's what's going on you, with those games. A lot of partner games that didn't make it. It's it's really you have to wonder. It's like whose fault is it? Like Xbox definitely is not the only one that has this problem uh, no. there. M- most every game is being delayed. And another game that got announced to be delayed was Atlas fallen, which is a multi-plat by focus entertainment that put out evil West. They're putting out Flintlock and um, it's kind of a God of war slash Horizon zero dawn. Oh, it's just a cool-looking game, but they've moved it to August as well. I think uh, they moved it like two or three months. But everybody's seen major delays. Uh, yikes! Yeah, but we're kind of getting on 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 track here. Um, yeah, it'll,
1: it'll be fine. It'll be fine once 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 next month comes along. I mean, we got third-party games coming out the wazoo anyway. Like every single week, something out something is coming out. Right, so we're all busy with something. So it's not like. You know, Xbox has to like just keep hammering it home every single week. You've got these other third party games that people want to play. You've got the Resident Evil 4 remake out there right now. You've You've got
0: got, all the big multi plats like Jedi Survivor and and Jedi Survivor, Dead
1: Island, and 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 you've got Tears of the Kingdom. Shout out to Kid Smooth. Come on, man. Hey, Kid Kid Smooth says
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey Meg says hi. And I talked over him when he said it. Say it again
1: what's up kid smooth what's going on buddy
0: uh but he says benedict fox is april 27th and that would be classic if i had no idea when the release date is and knowing kid smooth he knows his stuff so uh let me see Kid. why i just kid smooth in google uh benedict fox (laughs) you know what? i'm not looking it up if if he says it's coming in April, I just completely missed it. I'll take and it. I'll take it. I'll take I'll it. I think it's it. But it, let me let me read what he says. He's like Ghostwire comes out next week, Minecraft w- Legends the week after that, Benedict Fox the week after that, and then Redfall the week after that. So if you're worried about starving on Xbox, boy have you're I got not. boy have I got a graphic for you. We're gonna talk about the media bias. This is. A freshly updated graphic. Are you ready for this son of a biscuit? It's going to cover us up for a minute. There it is. This is an updated graphic about how Xbox first party is doing. There is one flaw with this graphic, I realize, as I've looked at it for a little while. What you're looking at here is up to April 2023, Xbox and PlayStation first party Output, not exclusive, not timed exclusive. Their first-party studio output from the beginning of the series S and X and the PS5 consoles. Xbox has 11 games out now. PlayStation has 19. Six of those are remasters and remakes. But by the end of this year, confirmed by Xbox, and probably no delays with these games, I think, Xbox will end the year with 17 games this generation. PlayStation will end it with twenty. 21 games here's the kicker and you've, you've talked about this before with me mag i but i've never shown you the graphic according to open critic the average n- rating for xbox games is quite plainly 86.6 and playstation is sitting on 84 so if you want somebody to tell you if they want quantity or quality playstation has the quantity and they also have the quality but not as much quality as xbox Uh, very crazy. Surprisingly, Mag, the last of us part one only dropped two points this week with that atrocious, atrocious naughty dog PC port. So also MLB, the show scored an 80, uh, which is better than the past couple MLBs they put out this generation. Um, and looking at the end of the year. Like who said, Ghostwire, it's already on PlayStation, it's finally come to Xbox. Redfall, Starfield, Minecraft Legends, Age of Empires 4, and Forza Motorsport. And if you're a first-party fan on the PlayStation, you got Spider-Man 3 <laughs> and uh, Stellar Blade, the butt simulator. So, I don't know, what do you think of this, Mag? Before I take this off the screen, what are your thoughts on this graphic? Am I a jerk?
1: No, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, what are you going to do? You can't argue with that. what's its in front of your face. Right, it's it's yeah. right there. It's it's it is what it is. The only thing that Sony does, and this is where Sony still keeps that mindshare, which that's what Xbox is going to have to work harder at stealing, is that it's the mindshare, it's the general mindshare. Because for whatever reason, Sony keeps uh, getting these third party deals with the biggest pop culture names in the business. Yeah. Right. You're you're you know like Wolverine for example. Everybody knows who Wolverine is.
0: Right. Uh, right. It's going to be huge.
1: Everybody knows who Harry Potter is, right? So they did the marketing, de- they did the marketing deal over there with, um, with what's it called, uh, with uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Everybody knows what Call of Duty is. What they've been doing for the last six years, they've been marketing with Sony, right? They're not stupid. So they get the biggest pop culture names that, like, the normies know, right? The normies don't know. Who atomic? What atomic heart is? We do as gamers. That, you know what I'm saying? So they don't know what
0: Redfall is, so to speak. Yeah, they, normally no, probably they probably don't, don't know, know. What, what Redfall is. Yeah.
1: No, they don't Left know those They know. They know Call of Duty. They know Harry Potter. They know Star Wars. They know Marvel. And that's they know Final they Fantasy. They know. Oh, sorry. and Final yeah, Fantasy, Final, my bad. I completely forgot I mean, about Final that. Final
0: Fantasy this is a great yeah. game. <laughs> my so- voice
1: cracks. Uh, you know, I watched that new video of, of Final Fantasy sixteen. It actually looked a little bit better than I anticipated. But anyways, the thing is, they latch onto that more pop culture-y sort of thing. And that's why they get, like, a lot of the normies looking at it. Or the kids. Children. Look at that stuff. They love Marvel. Mm-hmm. They love Spider Man. They, lo- they love that stuff. So they latch on to those kind of things, right? However, doesn't mean that th- just because they don't rate as high, doesn't mean that they're not they're not stealing that mind share. And that's where Xbox has to. What they're doing, they have a much more difficult job because what they're doing is they're doing something more unique right that's what i'm getting yeah. at like what their output and their philosophy of their gaming is we're doing something unique it's not going to be the same game over and over and over we're going to have this kind of game we're going to have a simulator kind of game we're going to have a you know a, a 2d 4d whatever platformer kind of game we're going to have an open world an action adventure game we're going to have a first person shooter game and so they're spreading their you know they're spreading their wings across all these different genres and as a result and then of course they 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 also like support a lot of the indie scene right and in a lot of the indie scene you get a lot of those very interesting cool concept uh, conceptual kind of games like that guitar game remember that one uh, what the hell was that one called where you're jumping around playing the yeah, guitar yeah the, uh, the like,
0: Artful escape of francis vendetti yeah, yeah, yeah. fantastic game yeah, oh yeah. my so gosh yeah so
1: wild That's a wild game, right? Like those kind of things that Xbox is bringing know what,
0: Mag, some of those smaller games have really hit the the news buzz or the 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 community buzz a lot harder than some of the returned, reskinned, or sequelized. You know, we. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I was.
1: I'm going to say something controversial, but go for it.
0: God of War Ragnarok was really big deal when it launched, but I really feel like in a in a couple of it weeks, like that hype thing. really died down. And Not and either. but then something like Vampire Survivor, which I think interrupted God of War Ragnarok for for some fans, everyone was talking about well, everyone was talking about God of War Ragnarok for sure, but there's something about something like Vampire Survivor sneaking in and shocking and surprising. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, Surprise and Delight. That Surprise and Delight thing. Um, Even a game like High on Life, which didn't score well, but man, everyone who played it really liked it, except for the reviewers. Unfortunately, uh, there have been some big surprises. Risk Over the Biscuit uh, sends an $8 super and says, I'm so disappointed in E3. He said, I've paid thousands of dollars. I'm lucky enough to get to meet some Really cool Xbox people, but no creators like Mag now, which is a shame. Which Riskit sent the uh, super, so you probably should change your plans and just come to LA with us. I'm just, <laughs> I mean, I've got Riskit's got my back on that one, but Riskit. I'm gonna I, be in the beach, baby. Yeah, I'm bummed. Like, I don't know what I haven't really, I don't know what everything happened with his plans or what can't be canceled, but E3, I 3 kind of screwed over a lot of people. Hargeet was looking at hotels and his stay was knocked like almost his hotel stay. Cause he's going to change his plans and possibly go earlier for, for the, for the Keeley thing. And when he moved it, there was a price difference of almost half of the money he had put down to go or that he would set aside. Uh, I won't say the amount, but anyway, he was like, it was almost half it, it's half cheaper. How do you say that? <laughs> half off. Half off half on half a discount. Off, we'll, say dis- we'll say discounted. Yeah. We'll say discounted um, because so many people have canceled their plans that the demand has dropped significantly. And oh, my wife imagine? and I have been looking at at hotels or different places to stay. And we had a good idea about how much it costs. I'm curious to see uh, later this week, if we look, if prices have gone down significantly as the amount of demand has plummeted with E3 dropping out. Another thing you have to think about is E3 shot themselves in the foot because Everybody in that economic bubble is going to take a major loss because E3 didn't happen. And these these publishers and some of these platforms that decided not to be there, they're going to save a little bit of money, but all that spending that goes around that just booms has just been deflated. Dead Planet with a $5 says, what's a game that's unlikely to show, uh, I think he means at E3 or at the showcase, that you think may actually show up versus which games might not show up that you'd otherwise expect to be there? Um, I don't want to see Forza Motorsport at the Xbox showcase. Uh, although I think they will have representation for it. I think at this point, the game should be coming out soon and, uh, you moved it past another E3. Um, what's another game? Are you thinking of any, are there any games you can think of mag that might not show up or shouldn't show up at the game awards or at the, uh, at, the at the game showcase for Xbox.
1: Like, that, that should not show up?
0: Yeah, like, we don't need to see them show something else instead. That's I think that's kind of what Dead Planet is getting at. Like, what should skip? Show us something else. What game should skip? That's
1: hard. That's hard to say, man. Um, that's really hard to say. I would say, uh, you know what, I'll, I'll go on a limb here. Enough with the Senua Saga stuff unless you're going to show the bloody game.
0: Show yes. me. The game. You have to show. You have to show, show combat segment. I'm,
1: yeah. I'm tired of looking at people staring at. The, I'm tired of her looking at the screen, uh, screaming at me. You know, <laughs> I, I've chanting. been watching her. Yeah, I've been watching scream at me for since 2020. Enough already. Like, ah! yeah. I'm like, okay, we get it. You look amazing. Can I see what I'm playing now? If you're not going to show me gameplay, don't show me. Senua saga at the at. Uh, you no, know, I'm sorry. I have to keep calling it E3. But the game, the the showcase. The other one yeah, is if fine. it's not ready, if it's not ready, I don't want to see State of Decay 3. I don't want another cinematic trailer. Show me when the game is ready. Like, <sighs> I want that mixture of cinematic and gameplay trailer. You know when it's like a little closer to? Save that for when you're ready for it. I don't want to yeah. see another cinematic and then I don't hear about it till 2026.
0: You I agree I'm 100%. I'm tired
1: yeah. of that. I'm tired of it. Give me the announcement. That's good enough. The announcement is good enough. That gives me hope that I know it's coming eventually. But stop giving me tidbits of stuff that doesn't that that doesn't move the needle anymore. Well, I'm tired of it.
0: Here's the reason why E3 is is you'll hear it first if you haven't heard it already. E3 is never coming back. The days of publishers and platforms walking in front of us in a stage in front of 2,000 people and live showing showcasing their games. Those days are gone. That will be a thing, Meg, where we look back and say, hey, you remember back in the 2000-whatevers when right. they used hey. to go on stage with the t-shirt and the blazer and they'd say, our new game is an epic fantasy RPG. Those days are long gone. They are they are out of fashion. They'll never happen again. This is one of the major reasons why. For most of our life as gaming fans, games took one to three years to make. That is no longer anywhere near the reality games now take five to seven years to make and to be ready for a game to show at a showcase at on stage e3 live and have it all ready to go i think that is something that's just not going to happen anymore and the game's landscape has changed that much Um, you know what
1: there's two things that need to do when you do that when you're going to do an announcement is different because if it's the first time you're going to show something that's fine because that's something new and exciting. You're like, whoa, you didn't see that coming, right? No one saw that coming. But if you've already announced it, don't announce it again unless you're showing the gameplay the second time. Like, for example, they've already announced Indiana Jones, right? They did that whole – I know it was a teaser. They just showed the, you know, they just showed Indy walking around, and he grabbed his whip and his gun and his passport, and then it just said Indiana Jones, and that was it, right? It said yeah, Machine Games yeah. presents Indiana Jones. Okay, you've done that. I don't need to see that again just a different version of the same thing. Like that's what I'm getting at. Like like with the Senua Saga thing, they've been showing it and showing the like the teaser after teaser uh, And there's the there's teaser. the little
0: teasers that you probably don't remember like the little dev diaries that just kind yeah, of no, pull no along. I hated
1: this Oh my god. And I also want to say like,
0: I didn't give that yeah. speech about out of fashion to say that's how I feel. I think it's the harsh reality that I hate. I hate. No, no, it's- I hate. That the the pomp and circumstance of walking on stage with video game leadership and showcasing in front of an audience of one to five thousand is out of fashion. I hate that reality, and I'm yeah. I'm so angry that this. I'll be frank. I'm I'm angry that the global pandemic completely knocked out uh, the standing yes. legs on that, and I'm yes. really upset that. The reality is that video game development is so expensive that that part of their budget is no longer something that they think is worth their time and money. And as gaming fans, the 40,000 people that attend E3 that no longer can do that, I think it is an absolute death of something that we all love. And I know there's people out there. Let me look at the camera. I know there's those of you out there who never went because you couldn't afford it. You you can't travel. You can't get time off work. Or you just don't want to be out there in front of a lot of smelly people. Elbow, elbow. And I get it. And I, and if you don't want to go, that's fine. You And I've enjoyed so many. Eth- I've enjoyed them all from home. But the couple of times I've gone, it is so great. And if you were fortunate enough to go, you are missing out on such an amazing amazing event that is probably completely killed. Mag, am I right?
1: Yeah, no, you're 100% right. And the thing is, it's lost the magic because what ends up happening is you lose the energy of the crowd. You lose the energy Mm of... like. Feeling and hearing the audible gasp of an announcement oh. that no one saw coming.
0: That Remember kind of the thing. Series X reveal? The way the crowd yes. like vacuumed in the, go ahead, like the air
1: sucked out of the room as everybody goes, Ooh! and then and then like you hear some guy just went like from across the room, like, it's an Xbox, you know what I mean? And then like they didn't know that it was coming. That kind of stuff. Yeah. You don't get that anymore. Yeah. You're breathtaking, you don't get that anymore, right? Like yeah. those kind of things. And what so, a like, bummer. I missed those. But that's why I say when you do do these showcases and Xbox is going to be doing the showcase is that you have to announce only new stuff. And then if you're going to show an actual game, show the game playing. That's what yeah. I, that's all I'm asking for. I'm not asking for anything else. I mean, they still want to you've do that. You've already Yeah. If you if you've teased the game, but you don't have gameplay. Don't show them another teaser. That's just irritating now because now you're just like it's still two, three years away. By the way, another thing you did mention, I understand that like you know development times have jumped from like one to two years. Now it's like anywhere between like you know three to seven years or ten years if you're if or you're. Or Fon uh, you said know, three to three to eight, two. which
0: is the reality for small games can take three years um, if they're Nine. streamlined, and then eight years is like we are seeing this. We are seeing eight year development a lot. Well, was it, five be- year? it was four years to make God of War Ragnarok which was a reskinned and expanded sequel
1: well it <sighs> was basically that i mean that was withheld dlc i'm i'm, not, I'm never going to back down from that that i mean you could see it in the first game that literally showed you the map and it showed it showed like blacked out areas uh, they were already working on it then but anyways that's besides the point the point is sure. is that ai Right now we're in we're in a we're in like a growing pain situation here where it's where like the development time is stretched so far out uh, that a lot of the grunt work, the leg work is what's taking. Ooh, I like a lot where of this time. is going. AI is going to cut development time in half. Now the reason why is they're never gonna replace an artist, truly. It's never gonna replace the writing because if you have seen AI writing? It's effing atrocious. Right? So that's that's you know I, I mean, mean it's better in my writing but yeah. Well, they can't mimic they can't mimic the human mind in that respect. They will eventually, Mag, but not yet.
0: But Meg, you, work- you voice print some of these voice lines and you know, like Starfield has a uh, 10,000 I don't know what the number was. Like 14,000 voice lines or something. If you can push some of that If you can push that to AI, which completely totally works I hate to say this in the company of Fonz Fonz is in in the chat Fonz is a voice actor in video games but and I've and I've asked him this I said Fonz if if a company came to you and said hey we want to pay you this big dollar amount to voice print you and then we can use you and every time we use you in a game you get a check like would you do it and I think he said he wouldn't want to because he'd rather personally put everything in but if if somebody comes to Troy Baker and go, Hey, we want to voice print you to use you on different games. And there, here's the kickback depending on how many you get, you know, it's like that, you know, when you're voice, you when you need voice actors for, uh, I already thought of this today, GTA six, 100% needs to utilize AI voice work, voice print work for their live living and breathing city. Because I listened to a clip of a pedestrian that said like, it seemed like they mixed two sentences together. If you can voice print that stuff and have it do randomly generated, you know, things that they say on the, on the sidewalk, it could really bring that to life. And that is a major problem. Matt booty said this a couple or last year at PAX, if we could bring AI, AI in to do quality control, we spend so many labor hours getting games tested and battle tested. And can you jump over this fence and circumvent things? Um, that's Something what I'm saying. Something has to give.
1: The, the grunt work is going to be offloaded to AI. It's going to save them. It's going to kill jobs. But, hey, look at the grocery store. Go to the grocery store now. They got one person working, and there's 25 cashier uh, uh, machines.
0: Checkout. And yeah, self-checkout.
1: Checkout. No, no, no. But I'm saying they got like 25 cashiers. One person working, and then the rest of it is the uh, the auto the auto. Uh, you know what I mean? But like the actual cash register ones, where you put the stuff on the conveyor belt with, they're just empty now because they built those stores before the you know before the AI started coming in, right? And now all of a yep. sudden they got the self checkouts. So now they Walmart does way. not even
0: have a conveyor belt. You know, self uh, check. It's I uh, think see, it's one hundred percent all self checkout.
1: All self-checkout? Yeah, I so, so. A, lot of the, a lot of that's changing. So yeah, a lot of people are going to lose their jobs in the development field, unless, of course, you're ex- you know extremely talented or you're extremely required, right? But a lot of that grunt work is going to go off to AI. It's going to speed things up. It's going to cut the cost down. And what's going to end up happening is that a game that's going to take, like, you know, let's say an average, okay? I, we could say three to eight years. Let's say an average of five. It's going to cut an, uh, from five years. It's going to cut it down to two. Okay, it's Or it's going to cut it down to three. Not now. I'm talking like five years from now when it really start to fine-tune the work. But that's think, what's going to end up happening.
0: I think they're and already starting to use it right now, Meg.
1: Well, no, no. They, they are using it right now. They're just not telling you. Uh, like, for example, Disney's been using AI for like five years now, six years. Like, for example, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show that came out. James Earl Jones did not utter a single word oh, right. during that show. Because yeah. I'm like, man, he sounds good. He sounds just because when you watch uh, when you watch uh, the James Earl Jones performance in Rogue One, he sounds like a 90-year-old. I mean, he still sounds like Darth Vader, but he sounds like a 90-year-old Darth Vader because yeah. you hear his voice wavering and cracking. And then all of a sudden you watch the Obi-Wan Kenobi show and I'm like, damn, he sounds good. He sounds like he did in like episode four. Like because a New they Hope.
0: voice printed the old 80s James Earl Jones all voice, they right?
1: Did, all they did, that was 100% an AI performance. And yeah. you cannot tell the difference. And I've cranked that thing up to 11. That's Kids all man. you need.
0: If you can't and tell the difference, I just enjoy. Can't I can't tell the difference. I would love for gaming develop, game development to shorten. Jonas the Dad with a $2 <laughs> super chat says, Clip it. Mags confirmed Shadow Drop on X and C. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what you confirmed the Shadow Drop for because that <laughs> uh, was a Stalker half an hour two. ago. Stalker two. Ro- Oh, Stalker 2. Yeah. Trail Robert says, Stalker's way too big to get lost in translation. Oh, it's going to be a big game uh if on says hey colt don't slander my final fantasy 16 uh it no my voice just cracked when i saying. said it but yeah he knows i'm not excited it about it it pretty
1: good hey risk it said something interesting here risk it for the biscuit sets that my uh my australian jack black as i like to call him um he says i'm back no that's not uh not gonna blah, blah, blah. oh because as the tech improves the complexity also grows you are correct he is correct in that respect. So what's going to happen is, yes, it's going to actually, the compl- that's what's happening now. And that's why the development of these games are taking way longer than they were before, is because the, the complexity has increased, and therefore you've gone from making a 360 game that took a year and a half, two years, or PS3 game even, right? Now all of a sudden it's eight years. Six years, five years, whatever. And mm-hmm. what I'm just what I'm talking about. It's never going to replace the actual artists. It's never going to replace the writers. It's never going to replace the developers who come up with the concepts and the ideas. What I'm talking about are the people who like like the people who who fill in the worlds and stuff like that. Color this, do that. I, I don't know all the the, 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 the the details, but you know when the people who like they take the three D imaging and they start like designing stuff and growing things and they start coloring this and filling in that shrubbery here, doing that. And AI is going to be able to bang that off in like two days. Where it'll take some dude a month to deal with, right? Yeah. And they could just they could just AI generate all that stuff, and they will be able to just they will just be able to like create a whole village in like five seconds. If well, someone can turn yeah. my face into an angry turtle in thirty five seconds, which is what happened today, because I was on Twitter and uh, I was uh, we were talking about uh, me shaving my beard off. When I shave my beard off, I look like an angry turtle in thirty five seconds. And my wife hates it. In thirty-five <laughs> seconds, someone sent me an AI generated and a beautiful AI generated picture oh. of an a- of an angry shave-faced turtle. And it was really funny. And like that's all it takes. That's what's going to happen. And who's going to notice when you're ripping through an open world at a thousand miles an hour on a, on a, on a ship, on a car, in an airplane, in a helicopter, or if you're sprinting, not very few people are going to notice that tree looks a little funny. Yes, yeah, Some people will notice that stuff, but they're not going to notice everything.
0: Well, because, I mean, and, you, you know what? And I'm, I'm saying going to happen. AI stuff is perfect when it's, when it creates it and it gets most of the way there and you tweak the rest of the way. Um,
1: that's what I'm saying. So it's going to cut down well, on the size of the, these development teams. It's going a to cut concept down the artist can
0: make a landscape theme or a landscape scene according to, uh, you know, the director's like, okay, I need it to look like post this blah, 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 you know, sand dunes. And I need these trees. I need these, I want the buildings to look very pointy and he can create that in a full week's work in, in a digital paint program in Photoshop. Right. Right. But I think it's also in 45 seconds. And, and the then you just give is, it to him and you go, he's like, no, I was thinking more like this. Then you try it again and you say, or, or you just yeah. go to your boss and say, okay, I've created these eight concepts. I did these this morning from, from AI mid journey. And here they are. This is kind of where it's going to go. Well, um, and
1: also AI oops. doesn't have to worry about overtime. They don't have to worry about crunch. They don't have to worry about stuff. And then listen, listen yeah. guys, I'm not condoning this before everybody goes nuts and says, I'm just mad psycho. We're all going to lose our jobs. I'm not condoning this. I'm just telling you the reality of what's going to happen. I said it 10 years ago when I spoke to people, because I am in the hospitality business. I am in the food trade business. And I told people 10 years ago, you're all going to lose your jobs to automation. And I'm like, if you guys think I'm crazy, go back 85 years to when people started losing their jobs, when factory machines started coming into machines. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And hence the word sabotage. If anybody doesn't know what that is, it's like a lot of the, uh, in, in Europe, when they're wearing those, uh, the, the wooden, you know, the wooden clogs they used to wear, they, they, they're called sabots. They used to take those and they used to throw them into the gears of like the factories oh, to destroy so the that factories. so they could show that they weren't
0: were. reliable?
1: Yes, and that they were, they were, and all those people were losing their jobs, hence the term sabotage. Right, and so this is what was happening then. You don't think that history repeats itself a million times, people? It's going to happen again. And AI is going to be a first of all, it's a very dangerous technology, and second of all, a lot of people can lose their jobs for it. It sucks, but I'm saying it's a reality that we all going to have to face, and it's something that I mean, for the for the consumer, it's actually in the end the consumer doesn't care. All they know yeah. is that they're getting an, they're getting the new game every two years instead of every five right but for the people in the industry it's going to suck but i'm just telling you the reality of what's coming uh, so and there's and I, also I, that's what i see.
0: There's also probably a lot of things that developers do in a studio that they wish they didn't have to do because it's so labor intensive and so time intensive and some of that is going to be at the cost of jobs it's um Armand unfortunately for us if you're if you're a Gen X person, if you were born in, in, in the 80s and you grew up in, in the 80s and 90s, like you you're gonna see a major change more than than most generations see. Uh, where automation and computer automation is crazy. Uh, Highlander001 says, Thank you, Highlander, for the super. He says, I just want to see what's coming relatively soon. I really don't know what Xbox is going to do other than the 12-month window will never happen again i think they got their butts kicked with that and they got uh smacked around by the general public told them that was that was ridiculously dumb don't do that again because xbox learned they have no control over what their partners can do and they watch their own in-house studios uh fall fly over the line on on those uh release dates lazy couch gamer thank you for the five euros euro says Hi, did you guys watch the Double Fine Psych Odyssey on YouTube? It was great. Episode 24 is the one about Microsoft acquiring them. I didn't. It's like several hours long. Uh, I should check out episode 24, though. Uh, Double Fine. Uh, Psychonauts 2 is is, is amazingly great. So, yeah, I mean, we're going to see some major changes. Um, We will talk some more on this show, Meg, about what's coming up for E3. Uh, We're a couple of months away. Also, when is Xbox going to announce what their plans are, and when they're going to set up FanFest, or what's officially going to happen, is another problem that normally doesn't come in until late April, early May. So, uh, I don't know, you're not going to go, you already made up your mind, but uh, we will cover the games, the leaks, what's possibly going to be shown, what's going to end up landing on 2023, like I think Hellblade probably will, so we have a lot to look forward to. We're going to cover that. Here on the show, that will be close to episode 100. Uh, What was, I'm not going to do the math, but uh, that's in four more shows. So, Meg, uh, thank you so much for being here. Two hour show of uh, crazy nonsense and some stuff we didn't get to, but did you have a good time tonight?
1: We we always have a good time. You know what? We never ever ever get through all the topics, and you're never going to. You're just gonna get us. You're just gonna get us screaming for two hours and talking a mile a minute. So let me tell you something. A two hour show is in fact a five hour podcast because we squeezed in five hours of content <laughs> into two hours. That's how we do it here. Uh, and uh, listen, before we get going, uh, Cole, you got two. You got two more super chats that came in. You got to read these. They're pretty funny.
0: Uh, let's Watch see. We Tre- got. Uh, let me hit the old refresh button. And we got Trell Roberts here with the first one. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I did miss that one. He says that the AI thing we're talking about, Tro Roberts, thank you, he says, this feels too close to the Matrix or Terminator.
1: And he's not wrong. And then we got another one from Highlander001, if you want to read that one, too. That's a good one.
0: <laughs> $2 for Mag for the Star Trek 6 reference. What was? Thank the you
1: very tre- much. Armand LaRoche, Charlie Hustle, and Highlander001, you guys all got the Star Trek six reference. That was from the undiscovered country, and that's where I first heard the term from the Vulcan spy. Spoiler alert for the f- uh, 35-year-old movie. The Vulcan spy, they were talking about um, sabotage. And the, oh, and the and, and uh, nice. the origin the origin of the word sabotage came from that little story that the Vulcan um, the Vulcan spy said in the movie, and that's exactly where it came from. So, anyways, oh, nice. there it is. But anyways, guys. What a heck of a show, man! We did it again. We rocked the house. Uh, everybody, a thousand plus people watching. Listen, hit the like button on your way out, okay? Cole puts a lot of work into this. I put a lot of work in this. We have a lot of fun. We have a lot of you know. We have a lot of great times. Chat, you guys are so hilarious. Like honest to god, man, absolutely adore you guys. There are a couple of funny ones in the chat tonight, but hey, that's how it's always gonna be. You're always gonna find people yeah, making negative Nancys. but hey, it's so cool. uh, I don't see that fun. stuff. I've got oh, like uh,
0: I've got the uh, po- polarized eyeballs where I don't see. Oh I no, just, no, no, I, see I actually a see of... a lot of people having a good time. Kyle Coe drops one in and says, what if Microsoft makes the portable version of the series S in three years? Um, I don't think so. I don't think that hardware is going to shrink enough. I did a video about six months ago about how the Xbox series S is impossible in its current form to actually be handheld. And, uh, that was because Jason Ronald said that it, that hardware just wouldn't fit into a handheld. It's the size of a Kleenex box for a reason. That's as small as they could possibly get it. So if you wanted that thing as a handheld, it would be this thick. For yeah. real. So, Listen, but today we also got the hand leak hand of Asus' new Steam Deck killer. It's nearly twice the power of a Steam Deck, which means it probably is going to uh, retail at $999. 99? Yeah, not you know for $1,000 probably, but it sounds like it's almost double the power of the Steam Deck. So, I don't know if that's something you like, but
1: I don't know. It's, you know, listen, Microsoft's not going to put the R&D into a into a um in a portable uh, console. They got cell phones and tablets that you already own. They're going to provide know, you the sof- They're going to provide you the software I, and the technology to do it. That's it. That's it. I mean, I, that's don't, the, that's I don't I don't want do one.
0: It. Like I don't want one, yeah. but the handheld market is actually doing Pretty decent right now, pretty decent with some yeah. of the devices, and then the big Steam Deck, and and of course the Nintendo Switch. And um, I know people want the handheld, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Uh, what's going on this week? Work is crazy. Work is so crazy. I, I don't know if you guys know, but I I'm also an illustrator, like a cartoonist. That stuff doesn't pour into my channel hardly ever anymore, but. I have to draw a Star Trek caricature of eight of my bosses. I have to I have to put like a conglomerate drawing together of like eight of the bosses as Star Trek characters on the bridge of the Enterprise, and I need to do that this week. And I'm not looking forward to it, so I don't know if I'm going to have any more YouTube content. I'm going to be like, "Oh my gosh, my drawing hand hurts." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, but I really. Appreciate all the support for my video I put out where I completely slam dual shockers in the nicest way possible. As far as that, uh, just going to be chill rest of the week. Thank you so much for being here. Hit the like on the way out. We appreciate the uh, 1100 of you that showed up for the show. Give me time to get timestamps. <laughs> They'll be here by the time you get to this part of the on demand, but we're on Spotify, Apple pocket Podcasts, Google podcasts, and uh, Spotify for uh, podcasters. So, yeah, we appreciate it. Mag waved everybody. I'm going to get out of here and hit that button so we can go. Uh, thank you for being here and being the co host, bro.
1: Everybody.